One, two, three. Welcome to Three Song Stories, the podcast that digs deep into the minds and memories of our guests to see how music has impacted particular moments in their lives. Thanks for listening. I'm Tara Callaghan. Our guest today is Keyshawn Frazier. Keyshawn, or better known as Kay if you're worthy, but more on that later. He's the current Eagle Radio Station manager and a junior at Florida Gulf Coast University. He dreams of working on camera and making content for video games and is a part-time author. He has currently written one short story known as Carlton, but now puts more effort into creating content that can be heard and watched. Born in Tampa, he also lived in Dallas, Texas, Winter Springs, Florida, Lakeland, Florida, and now currently resides in Fort Myers. His friends and family would describe him as loud all over the place, just like his taste in music. Oh, th- there we go. I was like, <laughs> my microphone wasn't on. I think that's a little bit important. I yeah, mean, just like, sort of. That's kind of cool to just look at it, though. It lights up. Yeah. It lets you know that you're hot. I need, you know, this it's is why red I get, for hot. This is why I get, get, got to get the Eagle Radio like up, and I can like be like, we need this for live radio. Exactly, you know? and just so you know where we've started, this is it. This is it. This oh. is in the show. So oh, I feel scary. <laughs> how are you doing, Keyshawn? I'm doing good. I'm gonna call you K from here on out. That's good. You've been described as loud and all over the place, just like your musical taste. So give it to me. What does your music library look like? What doesn't my music library look like? It's a better question, to be honest. Like, I like I, that. I really have. I I have a passion for pretty much every song or like music genre like i mean ever since i was a kid like it's really just been like all over the place i think a lot of times it tends to be a little bit more louder uh because that's usually i i try to feel like a main character in my life so i usually try to make uh, music mirror like how like my anthem so if i'm having a really good day i'll play you know some upbeat fast songs from at the gym i'll play some upbeat fast songs i guess recently um I'm a huge Jack Harlow fan. Um, Jack Harlow, Logic, The Baby. That's kind of really like more of my upbeat people that I really listen to a lot lately. Um, uh, Drake, J. Cole, uh, some old school rock. Um, Guns N' Roses, of course. I was to say, what's old school to you? I wanted um, to know. Old school to me is like anything that was created before I was born. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Um, so Guns N' Roses. Um Paramore isn't before I was born, but I consider Paramore. Little Misery Business. Yeah. Oh, I love Misery. That was my anthem <laughs> in high school, man. That I was, love it. That was it. Um, on the slower side, uh, I've been really listening. Anderson Pack is probably one of my favorite artists of all time. Um, Do you get J- down with Thundercat or anything at all like that? A little bit. Okay. Um, Jake Cole. Like the show? Oh, we have to show you Thundercat after this. <laughs> if, but no, not like the show. Okay. Similar, actually, but not. It's close. It's close. It's there. <laughs> um Anderson Pack, uh, J. Cole. So there's like some soul, rhythm, blues, yeah, like a lot yeah. more kind of in, in that realm rap for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I, re- I really feel like my rap slowed down a lot as I got older. It's okay. really weird because I'm only 19. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, What did you listen to on the way here? Great question. So um, I don't know if you know Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack. They made a band called Silk Sonic. They just came out with a song temp- this morning uh, called Skate. So I was jamming out to that. Uh, Logic as well came out with a new album today. Um, so I've listened to that a little bit. Uh, like I said before, I was at the gym before this, so I was kind of playing everything when I'm at the gym. It's very upbeat. So getting swole to J Cole, like I wish, <laughs> uh, but it's it's too slow for me. So I'll right. jump all over the place. So I'll be playing like Disney songs. Um, I'll give play... me an example of a Disney song you work out to, please. Oh, um, <sighs> Frozen Two, Kristoff, uh, Lost in the Woods, great song. One of my favorite songs. I, be gonna... our guest. 
another good song. Um, a lot of it's really Frozen Frozen too. The Moana song, um, great, not the best though. Um, what? Hold on. What? Uh, Moana's soundtrack is amazing. Okay. Okay? Moana's soundtrack's okay. I'm gonna be honest. If I'm if I'm in my concrete vehicle uh-huh. or like my metal vehicle, I don't really feel like I'm f- sailing through the winds. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I like you know her songs. I feel like I gotta be on a boat or something. Sure, like adventuring. But we I live gotta in be adventuring. Florida. That's not that hard to do. <laughs> it really is. Like the only thing I really have to do is either drive. Like we live in Fort Myers. If you live much. here, you don't get on a boat very often. That's just the unless you we have money, and I don't. I don't know if you boat. know. I'm a college student. I don't know if you're a college student. I also don't know how to swim, so I'm <laughs> so I really don't get on boats very often. Um, uh, so where did you grow up? You grew up in Tampa. I so I was born in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember much of that life. Okay. I was very young. Um, then I moved to Lakeland, um, and then my oops, I'm so sorry. Um, and then my mom, my mom's a travel nurse, um, so. We kind of went all over the place. So then we moved to Texas. Uh, I said DFW, I think, but it's like Dallas-Fort Worth area. I think it was called Euless, but it was like in between Dallas-Fort Worth. It's like uh, the Winter Springs, Orlando. It's like just all the big cities. Um, and then I moved back to Winter Springs. I uh, lived there for all half of middle school, all of high school. Then I moved here. I've mainly been a Florida boy. I'm hoping to be able to move out when I graduate. I want to move cross-country all the way to Washington. Um, I just have a huge passion just to see other places. It's so. a cool place. It's so beautiful. Washington is gorgeous. So I'm finally going to – I'm hoping to get my first trip there um, in October. In October on my birthday weekend. So You mentioned that your mom was a traveling nurse, so I'm mm-hmm. very curious. What was the musical background growing up and maybe – in the car with your mom? Any musical uh, memories that pop up there? So my mom was very young when she had me. She was a teenage mom. She was up to date with all the current songs. So my mom was introducing me into old school R&B. Or not old school R&B. Um, I guess technically at the time it was new school R&B. Uh, so Trey songs, um, old school Drake, um, Alicia Keys, uh, Whitney Houston, not old school R&B, but Whitney Houston. T-Pain, really back in the opportunity. days. T-Pain was just in Fort Myers. I know. I've always wanted to meet this man. Right? Because he Twitch streams now, and he's the funniest Twitch My boyfriend ever. works at Wink, and he was there doing an interview, and he said he just missed him. And what oh. he was going to ask him is how it was to be Frylock on Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> That's I it. love anyway. him. He's, T-Pain is such a, like, he's one of the few people <laughs> I'm like, he really is like, when I hear him, I'm like, his voice doesn't sound auto-tint. Like, it's just such a, it's, I love his voice. You've heard his, his just singing voice without that, right? It's so good. Oh, beautiful. Um, beautiful voice. Anyway, for, we're back in the car with your mom. Yeah. Uh, Pharrell Williams. Um, Lil Wayne. Um, Can't forget that. A Millie, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Game. 50 Cent. Pitbull. Like your oh, mom and I God. are probably the same. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. She's 36. Okay, 32. No. So, yeah, we're close. Wait. We close. How old am I? Anyway, yeah, so we close. Um, Teo Cruz, apparently. Fergie. Uh, Sierra. Little Fergalicious in there. Uh, Nicki Minaj. Okay, we're getting uh, a good, we get a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I think I get a good idea of that. So Wonderful. It, it, was all like the, it was all like the songs, you know, you really... I, I Ironically, all those songs are on the playlist. I called the club in my own room. So it was really kind of a lot of songs you heard in the club. Um, that was really what my mom introduced me to. And Wonderful. then she was... Um, we liked old, old, little older songs. So um, Whitney Houston, Jackson's, Jackson 5, Michael Jackson. What's the earliest music mem- musical memory you can remember with your mom? The earliest song I remember is a song called Lean On Me by Bill Withers. I, I think we've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when, when, when I had to, um, when I had to, when I was picking songs, um, I was like, oh, let, me, let me pick out songs I have memories to. Played that song. I feel like I was back in church. Like it was like, it was like a blast from the past. Um, my grandmother used to play it all the time. My great grandma played it all the time. My mother played it all the time. 
every every woman in my family uh, was playing that song. So I think that was one of my earliest songs. I think the earliest song I had, I remember from my mom, um, it's T.I. Um, I don't remember the song, but my mom said I was a huge T.I. fan when I was a kid. She's like, I did not, I, she's like, I, I feel bad that I put this on to you, but she's like, T.I. Was, uh, was my anthem when I was a little younger. So I, I don't remember which song, but I'm sure if I heard it, you know, I'd be like, yeah. What did your childhood bedroom kind of look like that you can remember listening to T.I. in your room? What was What did that kind of look like? Well, we moved all over the place, so I didn't really have, like, until we moved to Texas, I didn't really have, like, a, a great, great room. Mm. Um, but it was, like, it was, like, a standard, you know, childhood room. I had, like, a little uh, a little small bed. I was outgrowing, you know. I had this really big TV um, dresser, you know. I had this little uh, board on the side uh, that I used to write on. I rarely used it. I wrote on it once, and I stopped using it. Like a whiteboard kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, a little whiteboard. Um, and, you know, I'd just be jamming out to TI, playing playing some Pokemon, you know, calling it a day. Um, and then I grew out of the TI phase uh, later. So. Who'd you main on Pokemon? Oh, God. Which Pokemon are we talking about? Which one? There's oh, I guess when you, well, see, when I came out, it was Charmander for me all the way. That was oh, mine. No, I, no, no, no. Are you asking what's his, what, what was his starter? Yeah, what, my your starter, starter, yeah. My main? Okay, so Pokemon Diamond is my favorite. Sinnoh is my favorite. Gen 4, region. okay. Actually, that's a lot. Unova is probably my favorite. Wow. But Sinnoh has more nostalgia for me. But Charmander, Charmander was my main. And Charmander's, then, like, I just can't, I, no matter what, through was, everything and every Pokemon yeah. ever, Charmander is my I don't want to be that guy. My baby. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy, but you can't Too get late. Charmander in Diamond in the very beginning of the game. No. So the, the fire start is Chimchar. For for Gen Four, maybe he fact checked us. Why 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 do you not re- why do I not remember everything <laughs> I mean, anymore? You, could, you oh, probably no. got it traded to no, you. You know, no, it wasn't. It was Shimchar because Shimchar Piplup Turtwig. Yeah. How did I forget my regions? <laughs> it's been so long. Okay, Pokemon ner- nerds in the studio. Exactly. Not sorry about it. I'm a geek. Not sorry about it. Yes, he's a geek. We talk I'm, about I'm in his episode, geek. so I'm you'll hear huge, that later. Huge geek. In your bio, you talk about that you dream of working on camera and making, I think, video games or working on video games. So what's, I want to know, your earliest video game soundtrack? My earliest video game soundtrack? Um, goodness. Can I just, can I, can I use a cop on to say Mario? I, I mean, like yeah, Mario. you can, yeah, yeah. because in my head I'm going, do, do, Yeah, do, Mar- do, Mar- do, Mar- do, Mario was do, a good one. Do, 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 um, the first soundtrack I ever really, like, fully enjoyed, though, Final Fantasy. Of course. 100%. Uh, Final Fantasy was... Which one? 13. 13. 13. My, oh, my God. You actually like 13? No, Final Fantasy... Me, light, too. Light, lightning, is my, lightning is my favorite female protagonist. Oh, my God. You actually have some Probably sense. Probably top five. Yeah, yeah. What um, about musical instruments? I played guitar for a year. My mom will hate me for saying that on this podcast because I played it for a year and I gave up. I was a huge give up for kid when I was younger. So I did a lot of stuff. Uh, but I played guitar for a year. Didn't like it. I have a harmonica. I played it for like two minutes because I was trying to copy the um, uh, Cowboy Bebop uh, yeah. song. Didn't work out, so I gave up. Uh, it's still somewhere in my room. Uh, <laughs> if you could instantly learn any instrument, you'd be proficient at this instrument immediately. What instrument would it be? Harmonica, 100%. It's so portable. It's so portable. You can play it wherever. I cannot tell you how many times I've been you know, in a place where I'm like, man, if I was a good harmonica player, right, I'd be getting claps all day. Like it's a, it's such a portable thing. Guitar is nice. Don't get me wrong. Um, maybe maybe the saxophone. I love me a good jazz. I have to um, say I enjoy the harmonica. That is the first time I've heard someone say harmonica. It's usually oh piano, guitar, right? Or, yeah. or we've actually even heard vocal because people you know that's an instrument as well yeah. as your vocals an instrument. Never harmonica. So I appreciate that. Jared, did you have something to add? I thought oh. I saw him nodding. Oh, I mean, I'm just agreeing, but yeah, I'm okay. also a saxophone player. Wasn't so sure if I it was like that. that. I mean, I feel like I feel like like saxophone stuff is good, but it's like you know. At the end of the day, harmonica is like 15 bucks. I can take it wherever I want. 
What do you mean? I'm sure there are more expensive harmonicas. I'm sure there's like a $200 harmonica God, God player somehow where they're just going at it right now. But, you know, for me, it was 15 bucks on Amazon. So, <laughs> you know, I think that's awesome to be like have something so portable. Don't get me wrong. I think, you know, whenever I hear a good piano player, I think I'm in, you know, the Victorian area. You know, I feel like I'm about to stage a coup. Um, oh, yeah. So I, there's this there's this uh, thing on TikTok. Uh, the playlist this guy has been it was it's um this playlist makes you feel like you're uh, um an uh a, a antagonist in a um victorian era show and i was like all the comments were like imagine if i was a bridgerton right now <laughs> like right like yeah so whenever i hear like a good piano play it's always what i think of like a victorian era but i also feel like harmonica for me is like it always reminded me when i was younger going to my uh, great grandparent great grandmother's dirt road from the few memories i remember of it so where was that uh lake wells there's a Simply Orange Factory up there. Oh. So they were trying to buy a bunch of houses around. She was the only house I didn't sell. So you go in like this kind of, it's not a huge lot, but you see this lot and it's just one house right there and a tree. And just, um, I think she ended up selling it. So I think they ended up like um, going over because she did unfortunately pass. Mm. Um, and she had to move before then she moved back closer to our family, mm-hmm. which I just need to be taken care of. Um, I always think of that, you know, wow. whenever I think of the harmonica. Uh, what about the first band or musician that you got into specifically without necessarily? Family influence. Paramore Guns N' Roses. Paramore was an anthem for me, man. I was, I, I can't tell you how many times I jammed out to Misery Business. Misery Business, Ain't It Fun. Ain't It Fun was my anthem. The second I, I'm telling you, I was on the road to school, on to college, played Ain't I Fun. I bawled my eyes out for the good three minutes. It was just such an anthem. Um, Paramore, Guns N' Roses. The, the thing with me, for a lot of the, a lot of bands, I've never been someone who's like, I like all 50 60 of someone's songs i'm like i like four of your songs but i haven't heard the rest of your songs so guns and roses for me i like three you know three or four guns and roses songs so i you know i played them on repeat um but yeah yeah so so what are the three guns and roses songs oh my god i already forgot them. <laughs> welcome to the jungle welcome to, oh yes welcome to the jungle this is you know i should have done sweet some more child research. of mine no yes I sh- I sh- you know, I should have done more research. That's for okay. On this Don't worry about it. We just ask that. I mean, that's what we do. Yeah. We, we, and I specifically know a little bit, a little bit about music. Not going to, you know, toot my own horn a little bit too much. So do you remember the first music that you physically owned? Does iPod count? Does iPod count? Or does does an like a... iPod count? Does an iPod count? Um, I think I think the first. <laughs> I love that. I, the fir- I thought actually, of that too much. My eyes went no, up. I'm no. like, does it count? So, what would have been the first song you put on it, though? There, there has to have been a first album, first song that went on to that iPod. So, if that's your cop out yeah. answer, can then... I legally say I pirated songs on this podcast? You could say whatever you want. Oh yeah, I, so I, I pirated like everything I did up until like I got money. So when I got money, wire was where it was at. Oh no, I just like went online. I was like, screw it. Man. Also, MP3 converters know that happened. Anyway. Also, DS, you let you use songs too. So I was pirating on my DS as well. So what do you what do you think it was? Probably had to be. Oh, I went through a huge nightcore phase. The old like when they they would take old they would take songs and they just like nightcore. I don't even know like how you even explain it. Um, and it was this it was a song. Um, uh, it was like. It was this nightcore. I remember the background of it. It was this YouTube video. It was this woman, and it was like this anime girl, and she had like a black wing and like gun, like gun bullets through her wings. I can't remember the name of it, um, but that was probably the first song I ever pirated, um, and I remember pirating. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure. I, I mean, it, after that, it was like happy. It was all these songs. We're gonna get to your first song now. Oh yay! I'm very happy. Would you like that. to intro the first song? Would you like to listen to it first? Would you like to tell the story? How do you want to do this one? I would like to hear it first. Perfect. So. 
we're going to listen to the song. This is Opal's Blues by the Be Good Tanyas off their album Because of Wind Dixie, released in 2005. That's a great song. That had a wonderful feel to it, so I would love to hear the story behind that song. Um, so I... So I heard this song when I was sorry. I need tissue. Yeah, Jeez. here. Ooh, I'm so sorry. I took two. Ooh. No, no problem. Take as many as you want. I haven't heard this song in a very long time. Um, when I was younger, I lived in Texas. Like I said, um, my mom was a travel nurse, so a lot of times, um, she would let me go to my babysitter. The babysitter was this country woman. Um, she had two other kids. Uh, they're just, you know, they, as country as you could be for living in the suburbs, you know. Uh, so I remember, like, it was one of the very first times I was in the car. Um, and I heard the song before I watched the movie. The movie, to this day, still makes me cry. Um, I, so I was in the car and I heard this song and I was like, oh my God, it's such a great song. And every time I listen to it, I think about the time I was in that car and just looking out and just watching planes and planes of just, like, you know, nothing. There's nothing there. But it was like imagining and being like, this is it. Like, this is what I want to do, you know? Like, I want to be, you know, the driver in this truck, you know? I want to be looking out and seeing nothing, but just being able to go on this road. It always makes you think of like, you know, that road where it's like, it just goes on for as long as your playlist goes on, you know? Just nothing on the side. You see me see a cow here and there. I always love, um, whenever I go um, back home, I listen to it. Because um, I always take the back roads. I never take the highway. Um, I take the back roads. I play the song. I have this whole country playlist that I, you know, I'm watching on both sides. I'm looking, you know, I'm just like, yeah. And sometimes I'll make a detour. Sometimes I'll go through Lake Wales just to see these little smaller houses and stuff just to make it longer. I'll be like, ah, it could be you know, 30 more minutes onto my uh, on my drive just for fun, you know. So it always, it, it, you know, that song has um, has so much uh just emotion tied to it. Uh, my babysitter at the time was like, like almost like a second mother to me, you know, um, because, you know, like it was like someone I looked to as a mother figure. So in a lot of ways, she's one of the main reasons I got into country music. I'm a huge, huge country fan. What's her name? Um, uh, Miss Dana, Miss Diane. I haven't talked to her in a very long time. Um, but yeah, her name is Miss Diane. Uh, she was a, she's a great lady. Um, very, very, very nice of her to take care of, uh, of a little black boy in Texas and suburbs in 2005 uh, with an all white family. Um, so it was very, you know, she was she was she was a very nice lady. Um, but yeah, no, she she was a huge reason I got in the country. And that was that was the first country song I ever heard before. What car uh, was it? Can you describe the car? You don't remember what it was. Can you describe what it looked like or maybe the interior at all to kind of help us get back in that place of you staring out that window? It was dirty. <laughs> um <laughs> It wasn't it wasn't the super cleanest car. Um it was this big truck. Um it was her husband's truck. Um pretty sure he was driving that time. Um but it was me, um, her her daughter and her son. I sat over here, her son sat over here, her daughter sat in the middle. Um and it was just, you know, I was just watching out, I was just looking, and I think it was closer to the afternoon. Sun's going down, you know, I'm looking and there's nothing there. It's trees, a little bit of plains. Like I said, it's Texas, so you know hill maybe here and there go over some big hills but there wasn't much outside of a few houses you see a house congregation and that's it you know see a truck here and there but you know it wasn't much it was it was it was it was nice it was nice where does that song fit into your life today um you said you hadn't listened to it in a long time yeah i i like i said i really i mean i haven't went home last time i went home i didn't hear it um i probably listened to it about a few months ago 
Um, but it's, I don't know, it reminds me of just like, I don't know, just a sense of sense of belonging, you know? And I'm like, I, I play this song, you know, I don't care what I'm doing. I could be, I've just gotten out of an argument, but I, I hit a hit a back road and, you know, listen to this song and it just puts me at peace. It's something that's like, you know, I think for that song, it always made me re- realize that there, you know, I, it, it was the first song that kind of showed me that there is so much more music out there. You know, like I said, before this, it was more just old school R&B. Um, and in Texas, there was like only two stations. So my mom only played two stations. Um, and hearing that, I was like, you know, what, you know, my mom played a country song here and there. Um, but it's like, what is this? You know? And so for me, it kind of just made me feel like I had a place in myself, even if I don't know where I'm going that road is still growing. You know, my playlist is still growing. That road won't stop unless I want it to stop. And that's always what I think about when I hear that song. Um, I always love, because I also love when Dixie 2, um, <clears throat> oh God, I love when Dixie 2 after I, um, I've seen it. And uh, it's it's still one of my favorite movies to this day. So seeing that and seeing, you know, uh, Opal kind of have this dealing with, not having a, a parent figure. Mm-hmm. I was raised with just my mother. So, you know, it's kind of like, wow, you know, seeing someone I kind of grow from that, you know, and, and being able to have this melancholy. I was thinking of that candy she would get. And it's like, oh, what does this make you feel like sadness, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was like, that was like me, you know? That's what I felt like, you know? And when I was younger and I didn't have a place to go to, I didn't have anywhere to really run to. Um, and just music kind of was just there. So, yeah. And, mm-hmm video games so music has a way of of doing that i mean you, yeah. we've, we've talked about several song stories and music memories without even before we even got into your first song right yeah. about all so many different things do you think that music helped you understand different parts of yourself that maybe you didn't 100 percent. yeah that's why beyond's on there right. uh yeah beyond beyond's a, beyond's a great one we'll uh, get there yeah that's why that one's on there but yeah a lot of songs helped me kind of just understand who i was and it's why i like music so much and why i liked it loud you know it I I generally like every genre of music. I don't think there's a general single genre that I could say as an overall genre I dislike this. Like I even listen to like Celtic metal. I don't know if you ever heard Celtic metal before. I've heard of uh, every almost single kind of metal. I yeah. am I am the metal. As exactly. They say. I, but my musical taste there. People ask all the time, "What's your favorite band?" That's the don't ask me that question. Yeah. You can't because it depends on the moment, the minute the mood, how I'm feeling in this time and place. I cannot tell you what my favorite is because it depends on me today. Exactly. Or in this literal moment. (laughs) Yes. And like Celtic metal is like that's that music genre. And I'm like, you know, like that, it's the most obscure one I've, I have in my repertoire, you know, Mm. but like when you hear it, it's like, it fits in just like, I can show you some fun stuff later. Oh yeah. That'd be fun. (laughs) That'd be fun. I like to hear that. Cool. Uh, we're going to go to high school now. We're oh. going to kind of go. So we talked about Paramore a little bit. But what was your main style in high school? Slow rap. Okay. Um, J. Cole. Uh, I distinctly remember that. Getting Swole J. Cole. Oh, yes. Remember? Wet Dreams by J. Cole. <laughs> that was a song for me. So that was uh, the whole vibe at the time, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Wet Dreams by J. Cole. Anderson Pack. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I discovered him in high school. Uh, Param- Paramore really spoke to me when I was younger. Like my freshman, sophomore year. And I think my junior year, my junior, my junior senior year is really when I started to find my music. Um, and I really kind of just accepted that music everywhere. There's like genres of all times. Um, so, you know, my younger years, it was a lot of rock. Um, and, you know, I had a little bit of a emo phase. Not really. Nothing um, wrong with that. 
Huh? Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, nothing wrong. I just, like, mine wasn't crazy, you know? Mine was just a, a lot of rock. Sure. Um, I also, I listened to a bunch of um, uh, game game soundtracks, uh, Pokemon, uh, Pokemon soundtracks for the song back then. Mario, uh, the Mario Kart play, the Mario Kart playlist, ugh. Can I tell you how many of those you I have saved on the playlist? You got back there. He's, yeah, throwing up, he's throwing hands about it. I cannot it. tell you how many of those I have saved on the playlist right now. Um... <laughs> So yeah, and lo-fi. I discovered lo-fi at that time too. So lo-fi is everything. Anyway, uh, that's if I don't know what to put on, it sets the default. So like oh. that or some kind of uh, like soul or maybe like Thundercat S. So it's like kind of like funk soul kind mm. of situation. So it just really hear. depends. If I'm having, uh, I want to feel like a bad bitch. You can write that down, Jared. Um, then I. It depends on what kind of rap I feel like getting into that day. Oh, I have and, a whole yeah. bad playlist. Me too. Yeah, but it's like full of Nicki Minaj. Sure, Nicki Minaj, uh, Megan The Stallion. Let's oh, give her yes, props of right course. now because of are course. you joking? I have joking? like four songs of Megan The Stallion. Oh my I have gosh. a huge bad bitch playlist. Yeah. I sometimes I feel like my bad you know? me, Exactly, me yeah. too. There was um, a bad bitch for Biden playlist when the presidential election was coming out. And I was rocking that for quite a bit. We we, we work wall-to-wall coverage when when all that stuff's going on. So we just had like playlists, whatever can keep me going. Uh, Anyway. That's going to be a clip. I digress. (laughs) That's going to be a clip. (laughs) Uh, What about dances in high school? Do you remember, uh, like, what what were they playing at your high school? Did you go to, like, prom or any of those kind of homecoming or anything like that? Pitbull. Pitbull. Pitbull, I'm telling you, man. Jared, Jared, I'm sure you could talk on this too. Bro, Pitbull, I'm, I'm from Miami, of course. Pitbull was like, <laughs> I don't care what you went to, homecoming, prom. And, you know, here's my problem with this. I'm sorry. <laughs> let me go on. Where did here's you go to high school? Here's my problem. Winter Springs High School. Okay, Winter, okay, thank you. Uh, so Winter Springs. Here was my problem with mm-hmm. this, right? I'm sorry. I'm 15, 16, and I'm hearing a hotel room service by Pitbull. I'm sorry. I can't even get a hotel room. What is that? What is this? And these kids are throwing it back like they're 25 with BBLs. I'm like, what do you mean? And they're throwing it back. Like, I tell you, it was like, and it was like, I don't know what possessed these kids. And it's like, you know, and one of my problems in Gonna, you know, it's Southwest Florida. So, you know, all these kids, you know. I don't know what possessed these kids. I just had to I really don't, that. you know. Sorry. You know, and it's like, you know, these kids, you know, they're going to church on Sunday. But I'm telling you, the second you hear hotel room service, hotel room service, um, apple bottom jeans, I swear to God, these kids Boots felt. With the fur. These with kids, the fur. they were like, I'm telling you, man, they thought they were 24. They thought yeah. the whole club was looking at her. Right? They really did. And there really wasn't much there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh there was not much there. But y'all were throwing it back like y'all had BBLs out of out of the yin yang, you know? These kids. <laughs> and then the next day, they pretended like nothing happened. Of I was like, I, you know. Hello, it's like, fellow student. Yeah, fellow student. <laughs> my, my teacher, I, lo- my, I had a teacher, Mr. Parker. I love this man. Um, he refused. He refused. Like, I refused to go to a homecoming. You know, they have teacher chaperone. Yeah. I refused to chaperone a homecoming or a prom. I chaperoned it once, and I was disgusted. I am disgusted at all you kids. I'm never doing this ever again. And I was like, you know, Mr. Parker, I got to agree. I got to be honest. But, you know, also, I was that kid who was trying to dance a whole time room service. Are you a dancer? I'm a terrible dancer. I Do go you line, like to? I go, I go line dancing every Wednesday um, to this place called The Ranch. Um, yes, I've heard of it. So, but other than that, I'm a terrible dancer. I'm not even a great line dancer. Um, but I enjoy the fact that you go every Wednesday to line dance. Did you go oh, this week? Yeah, I go every Wednesday. Yeah. Nice. Every Wednesday. I, um, my friend, uh, Nathan, he got me into it and then he moved two weeks ago. Oh. Um, so I've been going riding solo, but I found my own group there. So it's been a little fun to go. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice, uh, it's, it's a dance form. And I'm like, ah, I can kind of get this, you know, it's a little more 
uniform, planned. Yeah. Not so much up on each other. It's super easy, though, once you get it, because it's like everything is like 32 counts. So it's like once you get 32, it's like boom, boom, boom. But you just got to make sure to move at the right speed. But What's it like being FGCU's Eagle Radio station manager? <sighs> oh, here's the big one. I don't feel a lot of pressure right now. Okay. But here's, here's the reason. Um, I, I got the job mainly because, uh, you know, I talked to Justin and Lauren, the previous one about this. I got the job mainly because— Shout out to past guests. Please yeah. listen to their episode if you have not. I got this mainly because I want to reform the live radio. Um, you know, I was like, we have this live radio. We're not utilizing it. You know, we can, we can get interviews and, you know, stuff on this and treat it like, you know, kind of how you guys are doing the podcast, you know, WGCU. Um, so for that, that's been like my baby for the summer. You know, I've been trying to figure out what to do with it, how we're doing it. And I finally just got it down packed on like, you know, okay, this day we're doing a live radio for like hour and a half. This day we're doing a meeting, um, kind of like three song stories mm. um, or interview where we do for an hour. We bring someone on, you know, we talk to them for an hour. Let's just let's just chat, you know, and kind of really making the radio feel like it's not just us. It's for everyone. So having to figure out ways to kind of, you know, so I don't know if you know, but uh, we get 20 songs. Uh, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say how I am. Um, we get 20 songs a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and my goal is, to, you know, trying to be like, how can I give this out to people, you know? So putting song request forms on the website, uh, on the our Instagram's getting reformed like the first week of school. Um, so putting on our stories, being like, "Hey guys, you know what songs you guys listen out to?" You know, and not just trying to do a top one hundred plays because though that gives us the most hits, there's kids who don't like the top one hundred. I love yeah, the like top me. 100. Yeah, I know Jared. I, I know Jared <laughs> would like the top one hundred. Um, but there's other people who don't like the top one hundred. And at the end of the day, you know, I don't want this to be just a popular playlist. I want this to be a pl- playlist for everyone because in the, the day, those songs stay on there. So after, you know, the next month, you're like, oh, my God, Skate by Silk Sonic again? Jesus, you know? And you're like, all right, let's play something older, you know? Let's play Hurt by Johnny Cash, which I – so I, I asked my friends because um, I was trying to figure out some songs. Um, and I'm sorry, it's a little rant. But I tried okay. to figure out some songs, and I was like, um, hey, guys, I texted my group. I was like, hey. If you could describe me in a song, what would it be? Ooh. I got Hurt by Johnny Cash. Um, I got uh, Marvin's Room by Drake. Uh, here's the problem. Those Ooh. are both sad songs. Yeah, they and are. And they're both just like dep- <laughs> depressing songs. I like both of them, though. Um, they're not bad. Um, I got Country Girl, Shake It For Me. There you go. Oh, it's a great song. Um, it speaks to me, really. Um, and then, and then like, they gave me, like, the real answer. So I got... Um, uh, this I'm a huge noir fan. Um, my grandmother introduced me into like, and I'm so sorry, I'm like on this mic. Um, in You're the excited. Heat, I, pre- I like it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my grandma got me in like heat in the heat of the night. So I've always felt like a beat cop kid, you know? Okay. Like I always want to be like that old, that little ladies vehicle, you know, cup, a cup of coffee in one hand, doing it in the other hand. Yep. Well, you know, just, just, just sit, just sit at the diner, just, you know? Yep. Uh, so a lot of noir music's been a, been a background for me, but uh, yeah, I hope I answered the question. I kind of went on a rant from that one. I, I honestly appreciate it. So with Eagle Radio, um, what do you envision it to be? The the hardest part, and I think that's the hardest thing, and you know, you know, like like the I think it's tied back to the original question. Mm. Um, the hardest part is trying to figure out what do I want this to be, and what do I what can I get this to go on rolling? My radio isn't really easy to build. I really learned that. Um, and especially building something new on campus is not easy to build. So this whole year, you know, is about marketing, you know, trying to get people on there and trying to get people to listen. Right now we have very low listeners. I won't put the number out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, trying to get the ball rolling and trying, you know, the first, the second week of school, you know, I'm, I'm going to be on campus promoting the radio, you know. 
um, trying to, you know, trying to make connections with the athletics department, trying to get uh, a, one of a vision I have is trying to get um, the live um, kind of like the radio. I want to get people uh, like two people uh, in basketball games and stuff like that, volleyball games at there. And since we can take the radio portable. So broadcast, broadcasting uh, sports from events there. and yeah, things. Broadcasting and just having two people sit there and mm-hmm. just spectate the game. Yeah. You know, that, and, you know, but though that is a vision of mine, I have to keep it as low as possible. Mm. I don't want to put too much into this and it doesn't work out. Although I want this to work out, obviously, I'm trying my best to. But if it doesn't work out, I don't want to, you know, spend too much. My, Mike, um, I want to, uh, he's the marketing, uh, marketing director? He works, he works. He, he's like he's the, the advisor, yeah. He's like the business guy. Um, he uh, was like, oh, we should try looking at like, getting like a, like a broadcasting, like WGC. I was like, that is expensive. Ooh, I'm so sorry. You're fine. I was like, that is expensive. And we need to like, that is a lot of money. Like that's, you'd have to, we'd have to really make sure, prove like this is a radio that like not even FGC is listening. Like we got a lot of people listening to. So, you know, as much as I want that to happen, don't get me wrong. I'd love to have like a whole broadcast to you out there. Like I'd love, um, you know, having my own dedicated place in the library to record. But though that is a vision of mine, my hardest my hardest thing is trying to get visions and trying to start. Where do I need to start? Right. So the start is sitting out in the hot sun in Florida for an hour and a half, being like, "Hey guys, listen live radio. Here's a QR code. Scan it. You know, uh, you know. Next week we're putting um, song stories on there. Make sure you make sure you put a, a song request you want on the Instagram story or." There's a website on there as well. Go on there, click the song story. If you are an upcoming artist, you know maybe you're a SoundCloud rapper. I don't care. Um, I'll listen to the music. I'll, yeah. I, I'll listen. I listen to anyone who sends in their emails. Now, if they send an email, put a song request. I will listen to it. What do you envision the content to be starting out? So right now, what kind of content can people expect? They're listening to you. You're talking about it right here, right now. This is almost a way you could market this. Check out the Live Three Six Five app. Let's not check up Eagle Radio. Let's not check it yet. Let's not check it yet. Let's let's wait till we four. If they were going to go ahead and listen when you're ready for to launch, what can Um, people expect? So I'm looking at I think Fridays. Fridays I'm going to try to get a person in there for about an hour. Mm -hmm. Um, It'd be anyone, anyone I'm interested in. You know, be like, hey, you know, you're um, a great athlete. Let's let's talk. Talk to me about where you came from. Talk to me what your what your plans are. Maybe you are maybe you want to be an athlete. Like, what's your plan? So personal profiles. Yeah, personal profiles. Mainly that's what the Friday one is going to be. Okay. The other one is going to be about an hour and a half, just treating like a normal radio station, cutting in, talking. You know, I, what I want to do is the day before, putting me like, what do questions do you guys have? Mm-hmm. Answer the questions on there. If I get like three questions, maybe I'll only do like a thirty minute session. You know, but trying to cut in and you know treating it like an actual radio station. Okay. And if that flies off. Adding more people into the mix. So maybe I add another co-host with me on the radio days or the interview days. Or if it does really well, adding people who can take off the spots I can't. So, you know, I can't work on Mondays. I got a guy who can work on Mondays, you know. And that's kind of what I want to build for. I want to be something where it's like, um, oh, you know, have you heard, you know, Kay's, you know, Friday interviews? You know what, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of Kay's interviewing skills. But have you heard Maddie's skills, interviewing skills? She does stuff on Tuesdays. Yeah, I love Maddie's. You know, maybe I'll check it out. You know, that way there's diversity. That way you're like, maybe, you know, some people are like, I hate Kay's voice. That's fine. That's your choice. But they're like, you know, I like a deeper voice. You know, all right, cool. Let me get, I don't know. I'll Justin. get on there. Yeah, let, let me get Justin on there. He's like, hey, what's up, man? You know, like, you know, <laughs> getting some people on there, you know. That's, well, let us know how we can help you out. I will. I yeah. will. I, I honestly, right now, it's just, like I said, trying to start small first you're in the innovative ideation stages i want to see the best honestly the best thing about this is there's not a lot of green there's not a lot of red tape 
but there's red tape and areas where I want to really be in. So athletics department, there's red tape. I can't do that myself. I have to go to my business manager. Right. Um, making connections with PB programming board. Mm-hmm. I got to do that myself. Making connections with the president. I got to go through red tape, you know? So that's why I have to keep it small, starting yeah. small. So I, I'm, you know, the first few weeks of interviewing is going to be like Mike Patella, you know, people that I can easily just get on there and be like, boom, I just need you for an hour. Let's just talk, man. Let's just, let's chat, you know, and trying to get, and you know, I, I'm going to split this on record, trying to get people who have a lot of social media who are like to broadcast their social media. So being like, Hey, check it out. I'm That's on the radio for an hour. And the best thing, you know, I don't know about you and Jay, I don't know if you can speak to this too. Um, when you download an app, right. And let's say you never use the app. You rarely delete your apps. So if I get you to download Live 365, you're not going to delete it right afterwards. You're going to keep it on there at least for a day. So if I can keep you on there, you know, and being like, boom, I'm sorry, you know, that's it. But guess what? Next week we got the president, you know. We got people on there all the time. And, you know, the dream was of getting people who come in from PB onto the live radio as well is something I really want to get to. But that's very expensive. That budget of what they pay for people to get on here, expensive. So, you know, again, those, those are things where I would love to get those done, but I got to start small. Yeah. I got to start with getting my roommates onto the onto the that, meetings. Hey, that's exactly what yeah. we did for Three Song Stories. The first pilot episode is Richard and Mike, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Just to see if it would work. And then now we're, uh, oh gosh, we're, we're coming up on 200 episodes Yeah, you just keep doing it. And, and then eventually people just are like, oh, it's this consistency in it too. But yeah. We're going to move on a little bit from that. <laughs> yeah, it's been a little minute. No, that's perfectly fine. Uh, is this what you wanted to do when you grew up as a kid? Like, is this what you kind of envisioned? I mean, you talked about possibly driving trucks, you know what I mean? And then we're, no. we're also talked about music uh, no. and video games and so, videos. So, so um, what I really wanted to do as a kid, this is, I don't even know what I'm saying. I wanted to be an assassin when I was a kid. Um, I don't know why. I think Hitman really, really, really spoke to me for some reason. I really wanted to be an assassin. I don't know what I was expecting. I truly <laughs> don't. I couldn't swim. I was like a hundred pounds soaking wet. I don't know what I was thinking. I want to be. And an you still assassin. can't swim, right? I still can't swim. Yeah. I don't know how they expect to be assassin, dude. The second, like, I get pushed in water, it's over. Like that's it. Like, <laughs> bro, Hitman can swim for a long time. Um. Oh man. Uh. So when I was younger, I've I've always been a gamer. Mm. Um. My, uh, I, I found games when I was younger and I, I, to this day, there, there isn't a day I don't play a, a game a little bit. So I was a really big gamer and my mom, my mom was like, you know, like you got to do other stuff. And I, I was a rebellious kid. So I was like, no, I want a game. So I got into writing when I was, when I was a little bit older. So writing was just something that spoke to me. Um, and then there was this person I discovered, her name's Alana Pierce. Um, she was a game, she's a game journalist. Uh, that woman is specifically the reason why I got into wanting to work in the game field. Like, if I have not discovered that woman, I would never have wanted to work in the game field. Um, I've always, to this day, I've always wanted to meet her. Like, I like it was one of my dreams to meet and talk to this woman. Um, rather that I go into game field or not, like that, I feel like at that point I'd be like, I that is a, literally on my bucket list, you know. So she kind of got me into doing game journalism. I mean, as I kind of got older now, and you know, I'm in the college phase of like trying to really figure out what I want to do. I realized game journalism isn't necessarily the best thing of what I want to do, mm. um, but I still want to work for games. Um, I just realized the game industry is very uh, unorganized right now. A lot of issues going around. I don't know if you saw about the thing with Blizzard. Yeah, um, there's a lot of things going on. So I've been really shifting to on-camera talent. I like talking. I like being on camera and stuff. Um, but I gotta grow my skills on that. So I'm hoping that maybe I can take that into hosting, hosting for games. Have and- you thought about Twitch? Yes, the problem with Twitch, uh, mm-hmm. there's a huge problem with Twitch. So when you when you Twitch stream, you can't grow on Twitch with just Twitch. 
you have to have something else inside of that. So if you Twitch stream, you got to do YouTube with it or mm-hmm. you got to do Instagram with it or you got to do TikTok with it. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do on those other platforms. I love to Twitch stream. I love to stream. But at the same time, you know, when you Twitch stream and it's for viewers, it really burns you out. Burns you out. You, you feel like, you know, there's not much going on. So I've been really trying to figure out what it is I want to do on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram, you know, and I, I post Instagram photos here and there, but some I'm not really enjoying, you know, so trying to figure that out is really kind of what really spurred me on there. But I, I, I will always dedicate kind of the career path, whatever I go into, to a lot of peers. Like if I had not discovered that woman, I feel like I would not have known what I want to do and kind of not accepted that what I go down, I'm going down for fun, not necessarily how much I make. So tweet at her. Oh, I, I tried to reach out to her. Give me wrong. Um, okay. But she's... I know that she, some people, you know, no, you never know. Six, like sometimes yeah. that, that stuff that happens to work. Yeah. Um, we'll move on a little bit here. When you listen to music in the car, do you listen to music in the car? Of course I do. Yeah. So uh, do, you, do? do you ever listen to radio, actual terrestrial radio stations in any way? Or is it no, all play? It's all playlists. Yeah. I listen to radio maybe every now and then, mm-hmm. but I'm just not a huge radio listener anymore. You make a lot of playlists from what I'm, I'm, I'm gathering from you and your personality. 30 I do playlists as well. going on. 30 playlists going on right now. I have a um, lot more, I think. Oh, no. I have. A, well, here's the problem. So what I did is I... About a month ago, I reformed my playlist. So mm. I deleted all my playlists. I went through 800 songs. Song by song by song and, and redone it. And to this day, I still add playlists here and there. Mm-hmm. I just added a new country playlist. Um, probably add a new playlist probably every two months. Or oh. every, really maybe every month. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I make a lot of playlists. But I, I think like radio for me, it just hasn't been the same. Mm. Um, the last time I really listened to radio very hard was when me and my mom would drive from Texas to Florida. And there would be this, and it wasn't even radio, so it was a Pandora. Um, and there would be this... Uh, prank call thing we listened to it for like four or five hours this guy would prank call people it was terrible the jerky boys i don't know i don't know if it was that one it, no this guy was bad like okay. this guy it was it was funny but like he like he <laughs> cursed like every time um but that 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 was like the that was like that was, that was like you know kind of when the last time i literally listened to radio but yeah. other than that i don't really listen to radio as much it's kind of just spotify what about live music uh yes, I I do. I probably go to a concert probably once a once a year. Oh okay. Um, I'm actually going to two this year probably. Where are you going to? Um, Luke Combs. Okay. Um, What's in that? October. Luke Combs. You know who Luke no. Combs is? The artist? No. Oh, he's a card. He's a country artist. I don't know him. Um, oh, okay. he's really good. He's cool. really good. If you right. ever listen, he, he reminds you of like old school country, but with like new school lyrics. Thank you. Um, and then I'm also going to go see Sugar Jack Harlow. Okay. Uh, Jack Harlow. That one's around my birthday. That one actually has a song on my birthday, but I got to see if I'm going to drive to St. Petersburg on September sixth. That's not too far. It's not too far, but it's also like it's in the middle of the week. Yeah, oh, that's true. What was the last concert you you went to, or show, or anything? Bruno Mars with my that? mother. That was a while ago, though. Mm. Um, that's why I say I try to go to a concert every year, yeah. but it doesn't actually happen. Uh, it's kind no, of it wasn't year. Bruno Mars. It was um, Chance the Rapper. I remember this because I I I um I got to rock paper scissors Chance the Rapper. Fun fact. Describe that moment, please. That was terrible. I was and very why anxious. that happened? It was very anxious. I paid money for it, of course. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was so like, it was like a, a VIP meet and greet. Like not really. Yeah, I didn't get to saw him or take a picture. Oh, okay. It was just like you go in. It's like this little. It's like this little curtain, right? You hear the music. Like, boom, 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 boom. She's like waiting. Go in. He's like hype. He's like yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy was on cocaine for a little second. He's like yeah, yeah. He's like yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like boom, get out. And that was it. That was it. That was it. Play rock paper scissors. Where scissors. were you? Um, it was Orlando. It was the, uh, I think it was the Magic Stadium. Okay. Um, so yeah, just going at it. And you just, is that what he did with everyone? 
Yeah. Everyone who paid everyone who paid the everyone who paid that money, that, that ticket. Um so then I, I screwed up, so I always forgot for some reason. I didn't know where to go and the bouncer was like, Hey, this way. <laughs> um and then if you won, you got like this blue poster, and if you lost, you got this red poster. Do you have the red poster still? I threw it away because I got upset. Because, <laughs> of course, I lost. I was so anxious. I was too scared. Yeah. That, what did you throw out? Do you remember? Probably probably rock. Because mm. everyone throws out paper. Yeah, he got to get that paper. Yeah, everyone throws out paper. It's the easiest. Like, I like I go to the gym, go to the gym with my friend, and whenever I don't want to do a workout, like a heavy workout, I'll rock, paper, scissors, and we'll see which one you do first. It always goes paper. It's just rock. Boom. Yeah. Easy. It's called a day. You know? But it's like no one thinks that they subconsciously go paper. But I was so anxious. I was like, I'm always Rock. scissors usually. Yeah, no, I'm always a scissors or a paper guy because most people, most of the time, most people don't go scissors first try. A lot of people don't go scissors first try. So, you know, it's always like a, either a draw or a miss, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> what do you think the best concert experience you ever had was? Uh, probably the Chance of Rap concert. Okay. That's like probably the one I remember the most of, like, as far as funness goes. Um, I want to say I saw someone else in concert that was very loud. I don't remember which who it was. Um, but uh, that was probably the most fun I had in the concert, though it wasn't the best. So the most memorable, most memorable, and that's that's funny too. I have a few memories like that. This concert, it was the, probably my the my favorite concert, the best experience. But was it the music and things great? I don't even know. No, probably no, it in my wasn't. head, it didn't. It, that it didn't was, matter. It was but like everything. you can barely hear the person. It's just like screaming the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, bro, shut up. The energy was good though. Yeah, the energy was fun though. It is now time for song number two. Oh, wow. Would you like to tell the story first? Would you like to listen to it? Combination? This? Oh, this is Happy. This um, is Happy. Um, I'll do Combination. So okay. Happy, uh, my mother used to sing to me all the time. Um, like I said, it came out 14 years ago. Uh, I was you have such a big smile on your face. I just want everyone to know that right now yeah, when yeah, you yeah. started saying um, that. She used to sing to me all the time. And I say that because I always, I, whenever I hear it, my mom, my mom's a terrible dancer. The worst dancer. She's going to listen to this. Oh, I know. She's the worst dancer I've ever seen. Um, like, and I've seen some bad dancers. I'm a bad dancer. She's the worst. High one. school, I'm thinking about. No, yeah. you're high school um, dancer. So she, uh, she was singing to me. I was a very sad kid when I was younger. Um, and you know, when I was thinking about that, I was thinking about how my mom used to goofy dance, and like, you know, try to make me smile. So, yeah, that's really about it. So describe maybe, and when you think about that, where were you? Uh, God, we were in Texas. That was yeah. what 2007. I was been six, seven. Um, Either Texas or right, yeah, because I think I heard it right after. Because I don't think I think the song came out before Despicable Me Two came out. Pretty sure, and I heard it on Despicable Me Two, um, and then my mom would play it afterwards. So I want to say, yeah, I was in Texas, um, and my mom. We had like this little apartment, um, it's decent size, two bedroom. You know, I had a, I had a, I had a nice bedroom, but my mom gave me the password by mistake. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, so I had a nice, I had a nice place. I was, I was, I was living pretty good. You and know? you weren't feeling very happy. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, when I was younger, I was very. I didn't like talking to people. I was very shy. Um, so I ran a books. Books and games were kind of what I ran to. That's why I always think of, um, it, like, my mom would try to make me smile, you know? And she, you know, she had her own issues. She was like, too. My mom was very sad when she was younger. And, you know, she tried her best not to show that to me. So I always think, I, I always think that Happy was just as much of a song for me as it was for her. And she would dance stuff out as well. So, yeah. Do you want to listen to it? This is uh, song number two. We're listening to Happy by Pharrell Williams off the 2013 album of the same name. Such a good song. Yeah, I'm loving this so much. This is such a good song. Yeah, I have not honestly listened to that song from beginning to end in quite some time because let, let's be real. It was quite oversaturated for some time there for a little bit. Do you ever remember the 24 hour website that's still live, by the way? 
That still is? Yeah, if you look up, um, I forget the name, whatever the name of the website is. I can't is. remember exactly. If Jared's going to look it right now. If you look up the website, yeah, and you click it, it literally plays 24 hours. Yeah. I mean, it makes you feel good. Yeah, but I can't listen to it for like. Where did time. your mind go when you were listening to it, though? I'm just dancing with my mom. My mom, like I said, my mom was. My mom, especially being a young mother, you know, she did the best she could. And I think I. I, when people, you know, when my mom or people hear me say that, I think she's, they think that I say that in like a bad way. No, my mom did the best that she could as a parent. And I said, my mom really opened up to me when I was older and kind of explained, you know, yeah, I had to call a suicide hotline, you know, you know, and kind of knowing that happy wasn't just a song for me anymore. You know, that's really what made it a better song for me. You know, like I always think about, my mom would probably goofy dance, not just for me, but because she was, you know, going through things herself. I never realized the money trouble, you know, the stuff that was going on during the subtle racism that was going on. Like, there was so much happening um, in Texas. And, and you know, just thinking, like, you know, I was this little kid full of ball of rage. Um, but I didn't think about all the stuff my mom went to. So when I hear Happy, you know, it's a song that makes me think of um, no matter what I'm going through, there's always more there's always something that could be making it worse but i'm still happy i'm still afloat you know my car may break down but i still have money to pay for it you know um i may have just gotten broken up with but there's someone else along the path you know um there's i still have friends you know hell my leg may get cut off but i still have another leg you know or there's still prosthetics you know like they're happy was that song that really made me see that you know you can look at the world in two ways. You can look at it as this world that is always going to keep you down, or you can look at the world as just a normal place. You know, you have ups and downs. Your life's a roller coaster. And Happy is like that song where it's like you ride it when you're high, but when you hit that low, like that song reminds you that, you know, there's always lower, you know, there's always something down. And so the song always was just like, you know, when I hear it, I always think about my mom dancing in Texas, you know, in this little small apartment. Um, again, it wasn't huge. Uh, this little small apartment, dancing terribly, and just kind of get me to dance along. And I'd be so embarrassed hearing this lady, seeing this lady sing. It was just us, you know. And she'd sing it outside, you know, and stuff. But I, I think that, that that's one of the memories where it's like that showed me happiness, you know. That that was a memory for me where I think of happiness, that song is that. But like I said, I can't listen to that song more than like three times at a time because it is long. And the lyrics are just repeatable. So, you know, it's a song I listen to every now and then. Not all the time. I found the website. <clears throat> you find it's, it? Yeah, it's called 24hoursofhappy.com. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a big yellow screen that says, for O. Williams, Happy, the world's first 24-hour music video. Yeah. And I think there's like a black loading bar at the bottom. If and you... it's like taking forever to load. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I last, last time I did it, I literally pressed the play button and just get kept playing. I don't even see a play button. Like, this is all I see, you know? Really? I. I don't think I can twist no, this even, around. I yeah, wouldn't no. attempt that, no. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, but it still exists. It's yeah, a, it's, it's a, there. Yeah. And you said it's a long song. I mean, it's only three. It's about four minutes. It's yeah, about four minutes. Here's the problem, though. It's a four-minute song, but the song, the re, it's a repeatable song. The repetition. There, there's it's, there's not much. There's a little, you know, a few more extra emphasis here and there, but it's the same lyrics pretty much for the next four minutes. Mm. So, you know, it's not like a, other songs now um, where it's like, um, like J. Cole, Drake, you know, all that stuff where it's like there's there's progression of the song. It's the same song over and over. So it's like it's like if you're, you know, I'm trying to think of something specific. Um, 
it's, it's like if you do the same task over and over every single day. Yeah. You know, it gets repeatable. It gets but a little tiring. Do, if you do a different task. Chores. You know, yeah, if you do chores every single day, you know, they get tiring. But if you do something different, you know, whether that be maybe you do brushing your teeth second and then you make your bed first. I don't know. It's it creates this kind of spice, you know, shaking up that routine. Yeah, it creates something different. So when I hear you know that song, it, it just sounds longer because it's the same lyric over and over. Right. Uh, Have you listened to that song with your mom recently at all? No, but you can remember but in recent memory. That was the reason I picked this song because I call my mom. I'm like, hey, I got this few songs on the podcast because Jared messaged me like three days before, <laughs> or like so. I was like, oh my god. Um, so I call my mom. I'm like, hey, what's the song we used to listen to when you were younger? She's like. Whitney Houston, I was like, I am to be honest, I don't remember us listening to Whitney Houston. And she's like, I've seen, I was like, I was like five. So I was like, let's go older. And she's like, well, there's Happy by Pharrell Williams. Um, it was another song she said. Um, but Happy, Happy was the one that spoke to me. I was like, yeah, I remember you dancing terribly to this song. So I'll put it in there as a memory. <laughs> what Are you a full-time student? I am. Okay. Yes, I am. I was wondering, I didn't know if you also had like a, a part-time job out here or because, I mean, you're doing Eagle Radio, you're a full-time so student. I'm a full-time student and I work three jobs on campus. Okay. I do Eagle Radio Station Manager, mm-hmm. I'm a computer lab assistant, and I'm a writing consultant. Okay. Um, And then outside of that, I go to the gym. So I, I have a very full schedule. You do. Times. Where does um, music fit into your very, very busy life? And do you happen to listen to music while you're at, quote, work? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Music, mu- like I said, music is an anthem for me. You mm. know, music is, I try my best to feel like a main character in my story. So I play music in so many situations. Um, for me, like, um, like I said, um, the, the, I think the top five artists I listen to currently, um, and there's different genres, but of the top five, I think the genres I listen to most, Jack Harlow. I love this guy. Um, and I found that, like, my music has just, gone with not even their songs but the people i enjoy just hearing speak so i love watching jack harlow's content like he does uh, these other youtube videos it's funny um logic i've i my friend uh quinn got me into logic i've been listening to logic forever anderson pack i love that man um you know that's the slow transition you know he has a song about uh silicon breast that's a whole song called silicon valley it's just about breast implants and it's such a good song though you know um I listen to Luke Combs. I've listened. To, I've been like gotten into more country lately. Um, I guess I had another one. I mean, like Drake or something like that. You know. So like you know, like for me, I I try to fit songs into everything. Um, I have this card. I have this song play. It's called "Main Character of an Anime Energy," um, and it's a bunch of uh, anime songs. Mm-hmm. So it, maybe it's an OP. I've been listening to Black Clover stuff like that. Um, and it's like if I want to feel like a, if I want to feel like I'm gonna begin anime like i'll close my eyes and feel like i'm battling some giant beast you know do you have a favorite anime a favorite anime mm. oh, or is that um, like me as someone asking me what my favorite band is uh i have animes that i enjoy the more mm. um i'd say my hero is probably my favorite right now okay yeah um my hero academia for all those who do not know it's a great anime by the way it is good um, the kid's a little crazy but yeah. it's a great anime <laughs> um when i was uh, when i was younger hunter x hunter used to be my favorite anime um but I never really finished Hunter x Hunter. Question. Is it Hunter x Hunter or Hunter Hunter? I'm pretty sure. I think it's Hunter Hunter. Okay. I'm pretty sure. But I've, I think I say Hunter x Hunter. I've I don't, always been confused. I know there is a specific way to say it. But it's like, it's like um, um I don't know if you know um, Dragon Ball Z. Um, of course you do. Uh, Sorry, lo- I love Dragon <laughs> oh, Ball no, Z. Of course uh, you do. I was just like, I didn't uh, mean to make that sound audibly. Kamehameha. I think it's supposed to be pronounced Kamehameha. Kame, Kame. Kame. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be it's pronounced Kamehameha. Kame, Kame. Kame. Yeah. But even in the anime, or he says Kamehameha. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, 
I don't really care. Like, I know some people who get upset when they, like, use, like, Hunter Hunter. It's Hunter X Hunter. Like, I'm like, all right, bud. Like, calm down. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, like, it's like, it's like I'm still watching the same. I'm referencing the same thing. Yeah. Um, Black Clover I got into recently. Really fun. I really like that. Asta really makes me want to punch him, though, but he'd beat me up. Um, I think that's the main ones I've been really getting. Cool. Oh, actually, my favorite anime right now, Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. I love Jujutsu Kaisen. Itadori's really growing on it. I like this. This is good. We, our vibes are similar. Um, you just basically the music that you have been describing. You, correct me if I'm wrong, please. You tend to go for lyrical content. Hundred yeah. percent. Um, I'm not really. Um, I I like a song that I can really listen to. Um, I think that you know, and even in my time, I have a my I call a place called my speakers are blaring, and it's a lot of like harder rap, you know. Um, and I listen to that too, but I think a lot of times, if you ask me, you know, what am I listening to? It's something you can really hear their message to, even if I don't understand the message. I don't. I've never been with someone who had you know silicon breast before, but it's still a good message, you know. So it tells a story. It tells a story, and I like to hear a story in a song. Like I said Logic's album, new album. It's a, it's a story, you know. So. He he has a song where, from the beginning, I think it started with his first uh, hat fadeaway. I can't remember the playlist, um, but it's a progression, and it's like the whole point of like him, like the it's like Earth is they move from Earth, and it's like this whole the each album is a continuation to the story. So lyrical music for me is so much better. Um, I used to get into conscious rap a little bit, but I wasn't a huge fan of it because there wasn't a lot there. That I, and it was just very repeatable. Right. Um, but I, I love me some lyrics. That's why I like, I mean, old school rock even too. Like um, one of my favorite songs from the past, I have a playlist called um, uh, It's the 80s and I'm doing a slush rush. Um, or it's the 80s. I see the, the 80s I'm doing a slush rush or it's the 80s and I'm going to I'm the mall. I have to follow you on Spotify, man. Like seriously. <laughs> um, and my favorite song on there is Tears for Fears. Okay. Uh, everybody Wants to Rule the World. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I will stand by this rule. Tears for Fears only made Everybody Wants to Rule the World. I know they made other songs, but the only song that it matters is Everybody Wants to Rule the World. I don't care about any other song they make. Um, but Everybody Wants to Rule the World is my favorite song off that playlist. And every time I listen to it, I always imagine, like, I'm in the 80s, I'm in a car, and I'm about to go run into, like, a freaking 80s-themed, or I guess at the time, normal-themed, uh, you know, You're wearing the place. shades. It has that, like... Lo-fi, those colors though. Yeah, the that, colors. You're in and, you that know, white convertible. I'm, I'm, I'm running through. The, I'm running through the mall. I'm freaking With about to go see the movies. Dope, like blazer, kind of like. Oh yeah, or, you know, um, like the wind whole... jacket or whatever. What is it? Uh, windbreaker. Windbreaker. Uh, windbreaker. Wind yeah, like you know, I have, I have an, I have <laughs> an old school. Uh, actually, have a old school, uh, old school Disney Springs windbreaker. Yeah, I got from Goodwill. Uh, that's like 20 years old. Um, Goodwill is the place to find I that kind Goodwill. of stuff. I love their thing. Oh, me too. Um, but yeah, so I, I have a bunch of players. Like I said, like music for me is. I feel like without music, I could not live the life the same. Mm-hmm. There's even playlists for, you know, you know, you, you had a little partner, you know, have a little person over, yeah. you know, got a little place for that too. There's playlists for everything. There's playlists for everything. I have I even a playlist have, for everything. I have a boss with playlist and I have a playlist for like when I want to feel like I'm an antagonist or like when I want to feel like I'm a, I'm better than everyone. When I have mm-hmm. a God Complex, I'm like, I got my God Complex playlist. Mm-hmm. Michael Buble, um, I can't remember the name of it. Um, <laughs> I can't remember the song, but it's Michael Buble's song on there. Okay. Play it every time. When I want to feel like, when I have a God Complex, Freaking play it. It's like, like my way when he does like Sinatra's like my way. No, no? it's the other one. It's um, and I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling okay, good. Okay, yeah, like, feeling yeah, good. That's, that's a good. That is, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm like I have a god plug right now. When I'm about the to step- horns like the section comes in with that too. It's like okay. I'm like I'm like yeah. I'm about, okay. to, I'm about to step in a car and be the baddest person right yeah. here. All eyes are gonna be on me as I do this. You know. Do you have yeah. a favorite movie soundtrack or anything like that? Do you get in a movie? Um, oh okay, good. Oh. 
We vibe. We I vibe. like it. We do. Um, so my favorite instrumentals taking the Avengers. I'm taking all the Marvel movies. I okay. love the Avengers. I didn't expect that. Now, now, lyrics. Mm. Pixar movies. Brave. Uh, Brave only has one good song in there. Um, Frozen. Frozen 1, Frozen 2. I'm listening to... You're about to... Frozen. Oh, I love I learned that about you today. So I got Frozen, <laughs> I got frozen into because of my ex. Uh, oh. She was a huge Pixar Disney fan. Okay. Um, so she got me into that. Or I guess they now. Um, they got me into it. Mm-hmm. And I, I hated it. I hated Frozen 2 with a burning passion. And I remember this distinctly. So she hated... So or they hated the song mm-hmm. called... The, the, the Kristoff song. Yep. And that's I used to jam out to it so much because it's for fun. That's I'd your be workout like, song, huh? That's your workout yeah, song. No, yeah, no, I just lost in the woods. I'd be like, I'm lost right now. <laughs> so like, um, but Pixar, Pixar, those are a lot of the movie soundtracks I listen to. Um, I do listen, like I said, I do listen to intram- movie instrumentals. Um, Opal's Blues is from because of Win yep. Dixie, um, and I have two more Win Dixie songs on there. So movie soundtracks really help me um, kind of keep that main character energy for myself. Um, but instrumentals like Avengers Endgame is on my main character of an energy anime energy playlist. I feel like I'm about like I feel like I'm in a last stand. I'm not Captain America. I'm like my own cool hero, you know. And I'm standing there, and it's me and my whole freaking cast of imaginary characters that I've had on myself. Freaking Wolverine times five, you there know. You go. And it's like I'm about to fight this, you know. So like for me, like I love me some instrumentals and stuff like that. And it's even some of um TV show soundtracks. Karaoke. Do you karaoke? Have you karaokeed? No, but I am a, I am a standard fan of singing in the shower. Okay. I sing when I cook. I dance when I cook. Um, and I sing in the car. I scream in the car, actually. Um, but I'm not a karaoke fan. You will never catch me in a karaoke bar. What karaoke would you place. say is like the most heinous song that someone could sing for karaoke? Like that I, that I would tell them to shut up? Yeah, they'd be like, you can't do that. Oh, it's got to be like a... Ugh. Anytime someone sings Queen, I'm sorry. And like mm-hmm. those, I'm like, just don't. Just stop it. I was like, going to say, like, anything old, old, old rock where they have to scream is never good. Just stop. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, the vocals are so just unique to that song that if someone tries to karaoke sing it, it upsets me personally. <laughs> Actually, you know, you know what I find? Um, <laughs> so, like, a lot of the newer rap, um, a lot of the newer songs, they are very much, you got to move you gotta move oh yeah um and you, when you look at rap now i like, can't breathe yeah you can't breathe like when you I try listen to listen for you, the breaths when you try to stay on the songs it is it is a skill in itself mm-hmm. so when i hear people try to sing um what's poppin' by jack harla you get good until you get to the part where it, yeah, yeah, and, yeah and everyone's like what's poppin'? you know like everyone comes back in afterwards they can't you know you, you can't sing it so yep. when people try to sing that part i'm like you're you do not have the gift of moving that fast it's okay do you have a nickname that stuck with you through life, or is it really just, is it K? Uh, K, I gave it myself. Okay. Um, I will give you a nickname, and I swear if anyone calls me, I will find them and hunt them. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mother used to call me Kiki. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to call me Kiki, and so of my family used to call me Kiki mm-hmm. um, for, for a very long time, and I was like, stop calling me this, and so they called me When that. the Drake song came out, did that... No, you know, you know the one. You know what Yeah, that one put me on okay. the map, and I was like, "Everyone, shut up, or I will hurt you." Um, so <laughs> I'm and, glad we had that moment. Though. Yeah, no, everyone, everyone. That again, I was in high school. All yeah, these kids yeah, were yeah. singing like they knew the song, you know. And they're just like, they're like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "You do not know the song." So you don't know Kiki the way I do. I am Kiki. You know, Drake's singing to me. All right, <laughs> I'm special. Um, so that song really kind of made me just be like, stop calling me Kiki. And then everyone used to call me Keyshawn or Key. Hmm. Um, and then K I really came up with because I really kind of just wanted to find something to find myself with. So 
I let everyone call me K unless I don't like you. Okay. Literally. So if I ever tell someone, call me Keyshawn, you know that I don't like you. Ooh. Like it's literally, it literally, I've told people that. You heard or, it here. Yeah. No, like, can I tell us, like, if, if I'm like, hey, like, my name's K, and I'm like, you know, like, I introduced everyone, my boss, whatever, you know, obviously, if you need to call me that in like a whatever, but if like I'm just like, hey, my name's K, or if I introduce my, my name's Keyshawn, or like, hey, call me Keyshawn. That's how I, that's why if I hear it, I'm like, that's a revoke. Yeah, no, that's like, you don't earn that, you know? So if someone calls me Keyshawn on the street, I'm like, ah, who is it that I don't like, you know? That's how, how you first introduced yourself to me. Huh? That's how you first introduced well, yourself that, to see, me. See, over a year I didn't ago. give myself K until, yeah. until this year, yeah. until, until when I started this year. So that doesn't count. Anyone, but, anyone that calls me Keyshawn, I'm like, <laughs> that doesn't count. But like, if, if I go, like, if you call me K, yeah. like, I've had people who like, hey, it's my friend K. I'm like, hey, call me Keyshawn, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't like, know you yet. I don't know you like that. A lot mm-hmm. of people, like, even the strangers, I'll be like, call me K. But if I feel like I don't like you, but I, I've even told people who call me, I'm like, hey, you know, you can call me Keyshawn. Call me Keyshawn. It's yeah. a little bit better for me. Real talk, yeah? it's going to be hard. For me to call you K because you introduced me as Keyshawn, so yeah. I'm like, okay, this well, is who I mean, you are. You know, for some people, they still like my mother refuses to call me K. Right. Um, <laughs> my old my old boss. <laughs> she might be allowed. To. Yeah, like it's okay, I guess. I guess I'll mom. put a fake small on you. Anyway. Hi, mom. <laughs> but yeah, so that's um, <laughs> whenever I tell people that, you know, I'm sure some people who get called tell me I tell them call Keyshawn his podcast. But yeah, if I tell you call him Keyshawn, like it's just I don't like you. So, if you had to guess, what would you say is the song that you think you've listened to the most? Of all time? Yeah. Can I use my phone again? Yes, you can. I permitted you once. I'll permit you again. Thank you. It's so I, f- I feel like I'm like the only FIFA first. I want to veto it. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I'm we have to sh- take a vote in the room. It's just you and I, Jared. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I try to think of it has to be a song that I, that, I, that I know the whole lyric to the whole time. I would appreciate that. Um, I think if it's the song you listen to the most, I'd, I'd like to assume you know the whole thing. So Life is a Highway by Rascal Flatts is Life a good song. Is a really? Life is a Highway. I, that's, I, I've listened to that song so much. Um, All night long. I want to say <laughs> one of the Logic songs, probably um, maybe Fade Away by Logic or Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves Ooh. by Logic is a good one. Um, Ballin by Keanu, or by Logic, I heard a lot. Logic was, oh, that's a lie. You know what? Why do you even not think of this? Anderson Pack, duh. Um, uh, obviously. Duh. <laughs> um, duh. Silicon Valley, yeah. Silicon Valley by Anderson Pack. Okay. I probably know that one the most. Um, I said, I've been listening to, I, I discovered those guys when I was younger. So, and music for me really was just like an anthem for a while until I discovered that lyrics actually mattered. So, uh, Anderson Pack, Logic, uh, uh, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Yeah, yeah. Specifically the one from Hunger Games. Um, okay. Because uh, it sh- is a little different. The Lloyd Vert. Yeah. <sighs> Lloyd, it is knows how, Lloyd knows how to make a song. Mm-hmm. She really she's, does. She's so good. Um, oh, man. Can I, can I inter- interject a funny segue? Sure. In one of my old apartments, for some reason, someone moved up. I was on the second floor, the fir- third floor. Someone moved in, and I, in the middle of the night, they would like to play "Lord" very loudly. Oh, yeah. But it was like two, three in the morning, uh. and this person would so morosely sing along loud, that you heard them loud the, as that you could heard, be. Heard. That not only did I hear the full song, I heard them belting the songs also lana del rey 
it was Lana Del Rey and Lord, and it was the loudest. And it would be like, remember Young and Beautiful, um, Lana Del Rey? There's yeah. a song. Okay, but this, I mean, it's the most dramatic, oh, morose, young and beautiful. Like oh, I think they, they may have been crying oh, um, while they were singing. And I'm at three. It's three Aww. o'clock, and I'm trying to sleep. It's on a Tuesday. Um, you know, I have to go to work. I have to whatever. I'm trying to do stuff, and I'm just like, oh god. Like <laughs> I get yeah. it. Anyway, um, they were in their fields. Another, they were very much so. Another one. Um, <laughs> the Megan Trainer, Megan Trainer song with John Legend. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but um, I'm gonna lose. I, it's either I can't get on the lose you or I'm gonna lose you. Um, I know that song a lot. Anyway, um, but yeah. Also, trade secret. I want you guys to edit this out. So I have a tattoo. I have mm-hmm. an LNR. And no. You know, We're not gonna edit it out. Whenever someone says that, we usually don't. No, it's a trade secret. Okay, I hope some people don't hear. I tell someone different, the, a different thing about the LNR every single time. Oh, fun! I never tell someone the same secret. I love that. So I've told people that this is Lana Del Rey, mm-hmm. and it's really not Lana Del Rey. What I told people, it? huh? What is it's it? A trade secret. No one knows the answer. Actually, no, no one knows the uh, Do you? real reason. I hope so. Why would you that? Yes, I know. You just I know. get confused. I just so confuse myself. The goal, the goal it is starts to become truth. You right? repeat it so long. The yeah. goal is I want to like at you know like at my wedding or somewhere to have a bunch of people. Everyone's like, oh my god, you know about this LNR tattoo? Yeah, it was left and right. What? I heard it was Lana Del Rey. What? I heard it was this Captain Lieutenant Richardson. What? That's going to be this. a card maybe like somewhere in the table. Like, what does this mean? Submit your answer. And you know, everyone and gets then, the wrong answer. And everyone, I'm like, and then, you all fail. You all fail. Light it on fire. Anyway, we're getting a little too <laughs> off the rails. Uh, if you had, oh no, what would you say is the most overplayed song of all time? Right now? Or just in general? Generally speaking. Probably a Pitbull song. Um, like, like, Pip, like, don't get me wrong, Mr. Worldwide. No, hear me out. Pitbull, Pitbull is, so, dude, Pitbull <laughs> is someone I want to meet just because this man's energy has got to be so, like, I, I remember seeing the interview and he was like, how I know I made it is when you look up Pitbull, you get me, not the dog. And you, when you, I, I was like, no way. You look up Pitbull. Do you, it, Jared. You, you actually get Pitbull first. You don't get the dog first. I need Should to- I record this? As in like a video tape, just to, for a visual gag? If you want to. Oh yeah, uh, sure. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why I gave you permission. Be like, yeah. I don't know why I gave you permission. I was like, I'm not. You are his manager for Eagle Radio. <laughs> right now, he has his overlords just, uh, uh, just right in this room. I Honestly, I approach it really. I really like. I'm very hands off with these guys. Yeah. Um, I really, I really, I'm. Just He's like, right. I'm very hands off. That's too good. He's right. That's too good. Yeah. Well. You know, it's uh, Pitbull. Uh, probably Pitbull song. Um, uh, a lot of the TikTok songs nowadays get played over a lot. Uh, Wants and Needs by Drake. Okay, right. Um, that's a good one that gets overplayed. Uh, a lot of the TikTok songs get overplayed a lot. Okay. Um, and I'm just like, yeah, I'll shut up. They even have playlists now. What well, do they have for a little while on mm. Spotify with the TikTok? Well, like, if I really like right a TikTok yeah. song, I would literally get onto it. I'd be like, um, you some know, throwbacks they have on there are pretty cool. Every oh, now and yeah, again, when you're like, all right, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna anyway, this is fine. Yeah. I find it interesting how like some some people our age, Keyshawn, mm-hmm. they like come up to me and and like. Let's say let's say uh, I'm listening to or singing along to like "Lovely Day" by Bill Weathers, right? Mm. They come up to me, it's like, "Oh yeah, I heard that song through TikTok," and I'm like, "I'm like, shut up." I'm what? like, I'm actually like, shut up. So because- I get that, <laughs> I get that mentality, but I also just appreciate that this is this fun into entertainment platform that is exposing people to things that they never otherwise would have ever found out. So songs specifically, I think that's cool. The trends that go along with them, meh, but take here's the thing. It. They don't. They yeah. only know the two lyrics. Just to do the song or just the to, like, dance. Like or the, the, or like the, the trend the or whatever. The transformation or whatever. And then they just forget the rest of the song. I'm like, this is a three minute song. I have my makeup brush and this is what I look yeah, like. And, and this then, is what, <gasps> boom, that's it. And you're like, all right, do you Stormy know the rest weather. of this? Two, do you know the rest of this two minute and 50 song? No? 
Okay. All right. You know, are, if are you're still listening right now, this is Three Song Stories, the podcast <laughs> where we so talk sorry. about music and memories. And I think we've done a lot of that yes. in this podcast today. I must ask you, this is one of my favorite questions, and I will toot my own horn because I came up with it. If you were a championship wrestler, because you are the protagonist in your mm-hmm. life. I am the protagonist in my life. What would your theme song be when you entered that arena? And if you can, because I think that you're the type. Please describe any kind of entrance accoutrement that you would have, like pyrotechnics. Is it like glitter? And I mean, what is 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 this scene like? What is is it like Undertaker style where all the lights go out, right? And it's this theme, and then like bursting flames. I'm I'm actually a wrestling geek, so anyway, yeah, it's okay. AEW is where it's at right now. Anyway, so Um, what would your song be? One of two songs: Forty Four More by Logic Mm -hmm. or Killmonger's theme. Pick. Uh, probably 44 more, 44 more by Logic. Okay. That is a song that's on my um, God Complex playlist. Um, and I would imagine me coming out, you know, depending, I, I'm assuming I have a limited budget. Yeah. So I'm pulling, I'm pulling up in a cherry red Ferrari. From the back? From the back. Dude, okay. From the back. Actually, no, I'm going to pull up, I'm going to pull up in my dream car, a rally fighter from Fast and Furious. I'm going to rally fighter from Fast and Furious. I'm spinning out. Is it red so, still? It's red, okay. of course. I'm spinning out, whatever, right? So much smoke. But the lights dim. You can't even see it. Okay. I pop out, right? I pop out. Full on all black. All black. Black glasses. I look like I just got out of the Matrix, but oh, nice. with less leather. Okay. I'm pulling up, you know? And it's just boom. You know? It's, 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 it's a nice, it's a, it's a very dramatic entrance. Boom, whatever, right? Car explodes behind me. Whoa. I keep going. I keep yeah. going. I'm making sure everyone's out there, though. Um, I, car explodes behind me, and I'm walking. Take off the glasses. I get in the ring. Who's my victim? You know, that's it. What kind that's of sunglasses it. are they? It's gotta be expensive. Like, are they like full on? No, nah, like, I have a limited talking... budget. It's unlimited budget. So Arnold's are they uh, custom? Original Ooh, sunglasses. Arnold's no, yeah, Arnold's Arnold's sunglasses Terminator. Terminator. I take them. Mm-hmm. I look at them. Hasta la vista. Yes. And I just, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Wait for more. Yeah. That was fabulous. I loved everything about that. What? Scam likely. Just <laughs> that's so funny. Just pops crazy. Up, scam like, likely. Scam likely. <laughs> that was actually perfect. <laughs> I think this is the perfect segue into your last song. And after this song, I still have questions for you. It's like a fire, like, we're going to do a rapid fire round. We're now to song three. This journey has been absolutely fantastic. I'm glad. What is your third song? And Um, how do you want to go about this one? I, my third song is Beyond by Leon Bridges. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is, I'll I'll let it play first. I think there's a lot of emotion that happened to that song. All right. So this is Beyond by Leon Bridges off the 2018 album, Good Thing. You know, in that moment. That's a great song. We were in there. That's a great song. Tell me where that song takes you. Um, So I discovered that song when I was with uh, my ex. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a song that when I think about it, it explains love for me. Um, I look at how I love is that song. That's how I think. I... I always think, am I moving too fast? Am I moving too slow? Am I am I missing my chance? I'm a huge overthinker. I'm also terrible at approaching people. Um, so I always, I that song makes you think of a man who's in love but who overthinks. And that for me is just my anthem of love. And for me, whenever I really like someone, I that's, that is a test. I have two tests of that song. You have to play it for them. If I don't like it, then I don't think that's going to work out. And I have to be able to imagine that person as the person when he when he's like, I'm going to take you around and meet you. I always think about that's me talking to my mom about the person. If I can't talk to my mom about you, it's not going to work. Um, so that song is love for me. 
And I discovered it when I was with my ex, and, you know, my ex with that criteria, and, you know, we didn't work out. Um, but that anthem is still for me. You know, I know that it's going to apply to the next person, you know? And so that always gives me hope that love is out there. And it, I'm a huge love sap. Like, I have a bunch. I have a whole playlist about Starstruck, and I have a whole Love Country song playlist. So love is something that's driven me, you know? It's, it's something that keeps me moving. I've, I've always wanted to have a partner in my life and someone I can share goals and memories with. And that song makes me think, though, that no matter how long I wait, I could be 24, 25, there's still someone out there. And I know that someone's going to fit that song perfectly, you know? So that's why I always like that song. Um, I The first time I ever heard it, I was uh, driving home. I just got in an argument with my ex. Um, I was very upset. I was very just ball of anger. Um, and it was a random song. It was a random, I was I don't know what I was listening to. I think I was listening to a sad playlist. Um, and it popped up. And it was like, wow, I stopped. I like, I literally, I literally parked my car because it was like, I've never heard this song before. I've never heard a song that took an emotion for myself and explained it so well. I mean, happy explains happy, but this was like my song, you know, I I want this song to be played in my wedding. You know, like this is a song for myself that it's a song that is my anthem. I don't think I could ever get tired of this song. Sometimes I may not hear it for a few months, but I don't think this is a song I could ever just be like, I can never hear this anymore. You know? So, yeah. Where does it fit into your life today? Do you just put, when do you feel the need to put it on? Uh, you know, when I'm just feeling in a love mood, you know, if I'm talking to someone, um, you know, I actually, I was talking to someone before um, and I mentioned the song to them um, and they didn't like it very well hmm. and it didn't work out. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, I couldn't really even imagine that song playing for them, you know? Um, that whole album is great. It's such a good album. His other album, album Coming Home. Yeah. Oh, such a good song. I'm a big fan. So I, I love Leon Bridges. Um, yes. He's actually... One of the reasons I got into Luke Combs because they're both from together. Right. I was actually going to ask to play the Luke Combs, the Luke Combs and Leon Bridges version, oh. but I don't like that one as much. Okay. Um, but yeah, so he he really kind of showed, you know, that really kind of showed me love is, you know, and that's really how it still fits in. You know, when I really like someone, you know, I always think about this song. Does that fit for them? Is this song something I can imagine being with? This is a song like, I don't know if you ever saw Avengers Endgame, mm-hmm. the song Peggy Carter and Steve yeah. Dance too. Oh. I want those two songs played. If I can't imagine dancing those two songs with you, I don't really think it's going to work, you know? So I feel like it it may be a superficial test for me, but it's a test I feel like works for myself. So I feel like that's how that fits in. It's just something when when I'm cooking pasta, imagine that I'm cooking for someone, I think about that song, you know? Thinking about take my broom, I dance, you know? Mm -hmm. I may not try not to dance in front of my roommates, but, you know. Yeah. It's something that fits into my song. But it's, I, I got a perfect mental picture, you know, and you're playing that song, you're making dinner, and they come up behind you and give you a hug, you exactly. know, and you're over the stove. And it's like, oh, my God. Thank and it's just like that 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 very, very, very specific kind of feeling. It's that feeling. And, yeah. you know, and it's like, I, it's a feeling that I, there's a lot of goals I have in my life. Mm. And that is a feeling I will always chase. And if I can't get that feeling with you, it doesn't work. So, yeah, that's where it fits in. I hope that, I hope that makes sense. It definitely does. <laughs> if you could broadcast a song, one song, only one. Mm-hmm. into the minds of every single person on this planet that we know of as Earth, what song would it be? Oh, God, there's only so many. What one song could it be? Uh, you can, right now, I'm giving you the ability to broadcast one song. It doesn't have to be your three songs. It could be any, any song that you want and that you choose. What do you choose and why? Take your time. <sighs> can I say two songs? No. Ah, oh, I let you check your phone twice. That's yeah, true. I'm 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 gonna be a healer for the world this time. I okay. would like to I would like to make everyone very excited because he works. says this time. This time I'd like to make everyone very excited. So I can only pick one song. Um, I would pick the song from uh, Megan Trainer and John Legend. 
Okay. I think that everyone needs a little bit of love. And I think that everyone in their mind, when you hear that song, most people has a person in their mind if they're not with someone. And I want that song to be played just so that way you're reminded, you know, there's someone out there for you. What was the name of the song again? Like I'm Gonna Lose like You. I'm gonna like lose I'm Gonna Lose You. Like I'm Gonna Lose You. I want that song to be played, you know, that way it's like, you know, I think that song is, is, is it's, on, it's actually on my When I Feel Lonely playlist. Mm. But it can apply to someone when you're with someone, you know. When you hear that song, there's a, there's songs you play and you imagine someone. You may think of a heavy metal song. You're like, I remember this guy I hated in my you know, my gym, you know, whatever. When I sing that song, you know, I want that song to be played when I want people to imagine someone they can be with. Because I think that you know, now we live in this very super – Jerry can speak on this. Um, we live in this very superstitious world. Mm. People have a lot of – social media is one of the biggest manufacturers of that. People have these – dreams of people if they, they want to meet and you know these people of like ah, i want this i want my guy to be 200 250 pounds muscle all this you know whatever like, high I, expectations high, very unrealistic high expe- expectations and i think for a lot of people you can have a rude awakening when you're 30 you know when you get these low expectations but at the same time these high expectations meet with these low expectations that person may still be good for you they just may not be physical for you you know something like that i think there's something to be played because it's like it shows you that love is always out there you may have a preference you know uh you may really like you know tall women and the person you fall in love with is a five foot two you know crazy person it's okay to love who you want to love you know but you always got to accept that love you don't choose you get to love mm. you may think you love someone and you know relationships fall out every day but i think that's something that i always think about like that song is something that if I was, if it was to be broadcast, I would hope that a lot of people would hear it and be like, "Oh, I gotta find someone to love." You know, or I know someone I want to love. Let me send this call. Let me text this person. Let me text my wife for the first time. Let me take my wife on a date. I haven't taken her in a while. Yeah, you know, like I always, I always think about that. So, yeah. Can anybody find me someone to love? Right, oh, by Queen. I sing that oh, all the time. That's a good one. I, I, I'm, in a, I'm in a very happy relationship, and sometimes I just can't help but. Can anybody my, find uh, me? My uh, mine was the uh, the Peggy Carter Steve Rogers song. I yeah. remember that song. Uh, that's the song that when I dance with someone with that song, that's mm. it. You know, like that is a song, or like I dance with you with that song. It's it. Like you, you have the key to everything you want to hear about me. You can ask me whatever. I will open my heart to you. That is a song. So like I think there's a bunch of love. Everyone has their love song anthem. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm going to go flip side now a little bit. Let's get into a little negative energy oh, yeah. space here. Yeah, let's do it. Um, is there a band or musician or artist that you think is just no, that you'd listen to, you do not like this? You are not a fan of this. It is not something that you like. Got to be in a lot of new school rap. So Trippy Red, maybe. Or, um, I like the baby. He's good. Um, maybe someone like a new school artist. I can't really think of one off the top of my head. Oh, 6 9 Okay. That kid can. I do not care. But he, don't get me wrong. I think I think some of his songs are actually decent. Um, but I just don't vibe with them. I have no hate for him. But I I think that you know, that's a that's a song. That's a artist. I'm just like no. There's not really a lot of bands I'm really like. Just not super interested in though. You know, like I feel like, like I said. There's pretty much every music genre somewhere. Like I'm I'm interested in a lot of music, and you know maybe someone may not make a bunch of content I'm super interested in. But for the most part, there's not really a. Um, you know, uh, uh, artists. I'm like, ugh. Even Six Nine's a little iffy. Like, I still listen to some Six Nine songs. I'm not, I'm not afraid to say it. Um, for the the Steve and Peggy Carter song, mm-hmm. uh, it's Louis Armstrong's "Kiss Me Once" and "Kiss Me Twice." I just want to. Is it? I thought it was. A, um, it was. 
No. Sorry, I have I to just, I just Are Googled you sure? It. I just copy and paste the lyrics onto Google, and that's what it, it brought up. <laughs> but, like, it makes sense. Old school, Louis Armstrong, I didn't baby. know it was Louis Armstrong. I always thought it was, um... I have a, I have a playlist called... Uh, I don't mean to go back on that, but I, no, just, want, I just thought it was a cool little it's tidbit. A, um, I want to dance with someone. I want to dance with somebody. You said from Endgame, right? No, no, no. It's been a long, long time by Harry James. Oh, Jesus. All right, never mind. Because <laughs> I, I was about to say, yeah, it's been it's been a long, long time by Harry James. I was like, because I, I didn't think Louis Armstrong sang it, um, but I could be wrong. Oh, yeah. I see, I see here too. Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm looking at a different scene. It might be a different scene. Uh, yeah. had, the, I mean, the, those are both good songs. Oh, but yeah, they're both good. Songs. Yeah. Sorry. No. Continue. Thank you, Jared. <laughs> see, we like fact checking. That we oh, like yeah. to make sure that our facts are checked and that they are good to go. Um, is there a band or musician that you've recently gotten into that you maybe would like our listeners to know about that they might not know about? Jack Harlow. Okay. Um, yeah. Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow's great. Um, I, 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 there's, so if you're someone who normally likes rap or someone like Logic or DaBaby or whatever, Jack Harlow is such a good like pop artist. He made a song with Lil Nas X um, called Industry Baby. It's mm-hmm. getting to fly for some reason. Um, but Jack Harlow is a great upcoming artist. I love that man. Um, uh, band, Luke, country-wise, Luke Combs. I'm getting into Luke Combs, Luke Bryan, uh, Kane Brown. That man's got a voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, country-wise, I'm getting into. As far as bands go, I've been recently finding my interest back into Paramore. Um, Paramore has been really, like, going crazy with lately. Um, Anderson Pack, Always recommend Anderson Pack. I didn't really get into him, but always recommend Anderson Pack. Please listen to him. Um, another one, Xavier Goodman. Okay, He's right. indie. He's very new. That man it really just feels like Anderson Pack to me. Or he actually feels like Tyler, the creator, too. Um, those they're both so good. Yes. Um, so if you ever like, if you ever just want to like vibe and just relax. When you said Tyler the Creator, yeah, I got more yeah. Tyler Creator vibes. Yeah. Whenever you think of like, whenever you hear that, like that's something you know. It's like, yeah. You ready to rapid fire? Sure. All right, we're gonna rapid fire now. Um, if you were a beverage of some kind, I can't say cocktail. You are not of a, the not the a, correct drinking age no. yet. Um, if you were a drink of some kind, what would you be, and what would you call it, and describe for us what kind of glass and what it would look like. Pineapple soda. Pineapple soda. Uh, specifically. Mm-hmm. Sprite. Ice. Pineapple juice. It's my favorite drink. Um, and then it would be a little bit of salt on the top. Mm. It would be in a wine glass, a big wine glass. Nice. I'm a huge, uh, I don't drink. I, I, I drink kid drinks. Um, so it would be in a big wine glass. Mm-hmm. Um, like with a stem and everything? Yeah, a little okay. stream, right? A, little, a big straw in the middle. Oh, in a straw. Um, yeah. It's very refreshing. It's a little, um, it's sweet, but you can't have too much of it because it's very acidic. What would you call it? I would call it the Pineapple Express. Yeah. I enjoy that. Jared, do you get that? He's, we're creating a... I remember, okay, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, a cocktail I, cookbook. Yeah, we I have remember. to remember this. We have to tell us every time we bring this up. We're creating a cocktail cookbook. And it's actually moving along. So, oh, really? listening right Wait, now... I've been doing a great job. This is my job. Please stay tuned. It's part of what Jared does is he helps us catalog a lot of things. So, mm-hmm. thank you, Jared. And thank you for the Pineapple Express. Mm-hmm. So... This, just so I can make sure I got everything. Yeah. The Pineapple Express is pineapple sprite. No, 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 no. no, no. no. It's oh. sprite. Oh, it's ice. Sprite. No, you you have to do this thing. Ice, sprite, pineapple juice. Equal Ooh. parts of pineapple juice and sprite. No. Okay. More pineapple always. Okay. Um, and then you do salts on the top, mm-hmm. and a giant wine glass and a straw. The straw. What kind of straw is it? Bendy, loopy. Ooh, bendy, of course. Bendy's bendy's colorful. <coughs> it's gotta gotta have gotta have a little bit of a what, kid what, kid flair to it. What kind of color? Blue. Blue really contrasts with the yellow. Yeah. Okay. So ice, Sprite, pineapple soda, salt on top, big wine glass with a bendy no, blue No, no, not salt on top. Salt on the rim. On the Yeah, that's on what I meant. That's oh, what okay. I mean. Okay. Salt on sure. top. Some people rim. actually put salt a on top. A little more pineapple juice than Sprite. Yes. 
And it's called the Pineapple Express. Thank you. Yeah. Got you. Refreshing. Is there an album that you have to listen to all the way through once you start listening to it? <sighs> Malibu by Anderson Pack. Okay. Um, the uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind by Logic. Um, yeah, those are like the main two that I really like. When I thought when I thought of that question, because I know you asked it, Justin. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I thought of that question, I always think about um, uh, those are like the two albums I really like. I can I can listen to every single song on that album right now, like Rapid Fire. Um, some of the other Logic songs or some of the other artists you kind of got to listen to, like uh, Jaden's um, Jaden Smith's album Sire. Yeah, um, you have to listen to that in the order. Um, so some some albums you just have to listen to normally. Um, but if I had to like choose, yeah, one of those two. What is the best album of all time in your opinion? Oh, of all time? Mm-hmm. Oof. In your opinion. In my opinion of all time. Kay's personal opinion. My favorite album of all time. Sure. I have the privilege of calling him that. <laughs> my favorite album of all time. Maybe Malibu. Okay. Uh, Malibu, Anderson, Pack. Uh, that's it's bangers from beginning to end. There, there's, <laughs> don't get me wrong. There's some songs that are a lot better. Um, when I thought of the album, I was thinking of like Alicia Keys. Hmm. Oh, man, that woman knows how to sing. Yes. Um, but like, and when play and everything. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, when I think of like albums that like my favorite of all time, Malibu Anderson Pack, that man can, I mean, that man, that man really, really kind of showed me that I could be whoever I freaking want, you know? If you would recommend a song or a band to someone, what's the first, if someone asks you for a recommendation, what's the first thing you're going to offer them up to recommend? First thing I want to, honestly, I wouldn't even offer Anderson Pack to them first. Um, I feel like if it's someone like around me and Jared um, I'm sorry, it kind of went for me and Jared Tate. Sure. Um, some of the new artists, uh, someone to kind of get him slower into it. Uh, maybe Logic. Uh, he's a little more faster. Uh, Ty, uh, um, Jack Harlow. Um, the Baby, maybe. Lil Nas X, maybe. Um, like, kind of kind of showing people, like, there's stuff outside of there. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on, like, I feel like a lot of people that come to me are really more pop. Um, in South Florida, a little more country. Yeah. But a lot of people really like pop. Um, so I feel like if you are if you are a pop fan, you're really going to be vibing with a lot of these rappers that – um, if you're a pop fan, sometimes you don't listen to the message. Depending on the song, sometimes you do. Sometimes you just listen to the TikTok song, whatever. Shoot, most you, people nowadays don't listen to the message. Yeah. So if, if you're not really someone who listens to the message, you just want someone who's going to move fast. But I always appreciate giving a good message. So I always try to give them, you know, someone who shows that message, but just quickly. So you're not even thinking about it. You're just getting a good beat. You're just getting a good flow. And you listen to it, you're like, oh, okay. Okay, people. Oh, okay, people talking behind my back. Okay, I'm actually understanding this, you know? You know, I'm actually getting this, you know? So... You know, and even I fell in that trap a little bit. I didn't listen to the lyric. I listened to the beat. But when you listen to the lyric, that adds so much more development to a song. You, I find some songs I don't even like because I actually listen to the lyric now. Um, a lot of the old school R&B songs. Oh, as well. Usher. Usher. Old school Usher. Usher. Man, old school Usher makes you want to find someone. You mean like my way Usher, right? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. thank old you. Old school Usher too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, anytime uh, it's 7 o'clock, I can't not. Yeah. Seven o'clock on the dot. I'm in my drop top. R. Kelly, R. Kelly post allegations or mm. pre allegations. Yeah, uh, man, you gotta make a song. Um, uh, so stuff like that. Like, like I feel like when you when you hear the lyric of a song, it adds so much more to a song. Even songs like the baby song, well, not sexy song. Listen to a lyric of a song. You know, it, I find even some songs. I if I don't know the lyric, like Opal's Blues, there's a part when she says, "I'm a um, I'm a sweet little writer." Um, I wake up each morning. I always thought that said, uh, um, that bitch Mona. I was like, uh-huh. said that in a play? Then I heard it and I actually had to bring up a, you know, a screen rant of it. Uh, it's, you know, I wake up each morning. So I think a lot of songs, that's why I like Jack Harlow so much. Like these songs, you know, there's messages behind them. See if you're good, man, Anderson Pack, 
like a whole song about breast implants, you know, but it is actually more to the message. You hear, you see Silicon Valley, right? The first level is, oh, this is about breast implants. The right. second level is, this is about sh- being your true self. The third implant, this is about trying to go a part of that and how you get people will go after you for, there's a part in the song where he's like, um, describing it and she's like can you just fuck me already he's like open your heart you know he's like i want to know about you i don't want to just have this physical thing with you you know i actually want to get to know you and i think that's something that gets fall behind i think that's why a lot of the songs become so quicker now because you don't care about the message anymore but these rappers are still putting lyrics drake songs you know they're still putting lyrics on there you just gotta you know it's hard to hear them and it takes more focus right the, the key words you've been using is listening most people yeah. are hearing songs no, you, not actually listening and paying attention to what the song is talking about yeah. so uh, that's uh, you're preaching to the choir baby it's you know? about listening and hearing yeah. and don't get me wrong beats beats some beats are fi- like a lot of songs these beats are good you know like they they really you know they really make some anthems but you know i think you don't have to listen to every song lyric because it's a lot yeah. but some you know it's like if you really like a song i'm like let me hear the lyric let me see what's about and then some songs literally i get kicked off my playlist because i'm like i don't vibe with this lyric um dmx um, he was a great, he is a great artist. Um, but he has a song that's very anti-LGBTQ. Um, I, I'm, I'm a cisgender straight man myself, but you know, I have friends who are LGBTQ. And when I hear that song, I'm like, bro, DMX, you're off my playlist. Like I literally cannot vibe with you anymore. Yeah. Like you, some, sometimes you got to take the artist away from the, you know, from the song. Like Morgan Wallen had a problem with the thing and I'm okay with taking his music away from him as a person. Mm. But when you make a whole song about it, it's so much different for me, you know? Right. So I think that's even those songs, like, you know. My, I knew someone who really liked that song. I was like, ah, we can't talk. That hateful intentionality of the yeah, song. Like, right. It's like that song itself is this whole message. So, oh, that's yeah. an interesting uh, topic right there. Like, like I, I hate using this as an example, but it's, it's the best example for me. Michael Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. For what whatever allegations he had, uh, he didn't put that in his music. Agreed. Right? So for me, it's easier to me to enjoy his music, mm. but yet still separate that from him as a person, Right. Some people, like the person you were just explaining, mm-hmm. didn't do that. They did the complete opposite. DMX. And, yeah, yeah DMX. DMX. So it makes sense why you would be like, you know what? If you're going to be making money off of this type of stuff that I don't agree with, nah, man, forget you, you know? Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. That's and an interesting discussion. You know, a, that, that came out around the time of like when it was very socially unacceptable to be, you yeah. know, out as that or in very, you know, in most places. So at the time, that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. same thing with um, Uncle Top's Cabin. Um, like those were socially okay at the time, but now it's like you you can't you know that's why I'm like now it's like don't get me wrong I know family members who like DMX that's at the time you know that's for them for me I don't need DMX in my life the only song you made that was good was um let the dogs out and that was it that's it and other than that like I don't care so you know I don't mind not having DMX in my playlist I actually anymore. love that discussion you know I have this discussion with all of my friends uh, all the time because music is a very huge part of my life I'm an audiophile through and through and through and through yeah, but it's at what point do you we you say this a lot now cancel culture and people you know mm-hmm. canceling certain things so at what point do you uh, not get down to remix of ignition right ignition remix because of r kelly right but you you, you have these memories and then these this time of your life that what he did in his personal life that would, didn't affect the music but that's not necessarily the case obviously anymore right yeah. so when you think about it you get that i don't know about you but it's like oh that little squishy feeling like oh should i still be like there, vibing so hard to this uh, song or not because of you as a person there's this youtube artist um as youtuber named long beach griefy 
don't recommend watching him if you have a very sensitive mind. He's very, very controversial. What, what is it again? Long Beach Griefy. Okay, He's very controversial. Okay. Um, do not recommend watching him if you have a sensitive mind. Do not mind. watch. If you have a sensitive mind. Um, <laughs> but sensitive there's mind. a part where R. Kelly's robbing a bank. Um, and so the guard's like, 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 put your hands up. He's like, and he like puts on a, he puts on remixer niche and he's like, no, no. And he starts dancing to it. You can't and it's help like, it. You can't help it. Yep. And I think, you know, you're right. For a lot of times it's, you know, it's very hard to take a person apart from, um, the, uh, the content they make. Yes. And there is a limit for everyone. For me, you know, it, it varies per person. R. Kelly, I feel like. Most of his song, he's not making money off of most of those old songs anymore. You know, he's still making a little bit, but nothing crazy. So I don't mind because it's like I'm not supporting any of his new music, whatever, right? Morgan Wallen, it's at the end of but it's like, you know what? Your songs are different than that, you know? Um, but there's artists, you know, like I, I hate cancel culture that happens for people in the past. Like if someone brings up a Twitter post, like, oh, you said this three years ago. That person could have grown, you know? So I think that cancel culture really... I think cancel culture, it's okay to be cancel culture specifically and individualistically, as long as the line makes sense, you know, as long as it's kind of even around everyone. If, it's, if it's outdated or if, like, the person's no longer with us, what's the point anymore? Yeah. You know? And it's like, but it's like also, like, if, if your line is like, you know, like, um, good example, Amber Heard. Yeah. Um, Amber Heard's controversial, you know, like, whether, whether those allegations were true or not or whatever, I believe they were. That's a line. Like, that's a whole thing where, like, Johnny Depp got the same treatment, the same allegations, and he got canceled. Like, literally took it off the wear. But she gets to stay up there. That's that's not, you know, there's a line right there, and that line has been crossed for me. Yeah. You know, at the same time with, um, I'm trying to think of someone else, uh, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a whole other thing, you know. But that line is still kind of for me, like, I'm just like, I last time I watched the Cosby show was, like, 10 years ago so like you know it, it's been a while so yeah. I, the line for me is it varies per person I mean, people get cancel culture for a lot of things Kevin Hart got cancel culture for yep. uh, you know uh, Kevin, Durant, Kevin Durant got cancel culture because he let his child transition early you know there's so much people get canceled for and I really think that you just got to be pretty individualistic as long as it makes sense like if you make one slip PewDiePie got canceled for saying the n-word as well um, but you know it's PewDiePie so, you know, I think there, it, it depends on how big of you are an artist and how much that land is. So, yeah, hmm. I really jump over the question. I know we're supposed to be rapid fire, so I'm sorry. No, that's perfectly fine. I, I enjoy all the conversations we've been getting into today. I think that they've been quite interesting, at least on my end. And if you're listening and you think so, too, follow us on social media. This seemed like a good time to throw that out there. You can follow yes, us on please. Facebook. You can follow Three Song Stories on Instagram. Look at Three Song Stories. You can even see, but we'll take a selfie. You'll get to see a selfie with us and Kay. It's just me and Jared holding down the fort today. And I think we're doing pretty I think fantastic. so, too. I love this. Uh, what was the process that you went through choosing your three songs? Uh, you kind of mentioned it a little bit where you reached out to people who know you the best. Yeah. Um, when I when uh, Jared sent me this, uh, I listened to I listened to podcasts. The first song that came to mind was Beyond My Leon Bridges. That uh, was not a debate. That mm. uh, was just there. You yep. know, um, the rest of the songs really was just kind of feeling like pick finding songs that not only again like the three songs I listened to would not be songs I would listen to on an everyday basis. Like I said I listened to Jack Harlow, Drake, uh, old school rock. Disney songs. Yeah. That's very common for all of our guests. I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, you know, like I don't listen to those songs as much anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so much into more other stuff. But those have the memories. Those like Opal's Blues is where it started for me for country, for rock, for old school rock, for newer school rock. You know, um, old school R&B uh, started and drifted into Happy and then that drifted into Anderson Pack and all that jazz. Beyond, I'm so sorry. Don't worry. Um, beyond like, beyond like Leon Bridges kind of encom- encompasses kind of that 
more listening to a lyric for me, and that's how I listen to my songs. So, um, you know, uh, you know, Anderson Pack, um, Xavier Goodman, um, some of these other artists, you know, that names just aren't coming to me. Uh, those it kind of sh- embodies that, you know. It'll all come to you after we're done. Which yeah, is yeah. The best I'll be like, oh my god, it. I should have said this. Tara, I should have said X, Y, Z. But everything you're saying now is what we're saying now, and that's all that really matters, yeah, right? It's the in the here, moment. In the moment. It's in the, the now. Moment we're living matters. in this, which is actually fabulous. It's funny because we're living in this moment, talking about memories. I know of things that happened in the past, right? But I mean, memories define who you are as a person. If you don't have memories, then who are you? Who are you? Exactly. Who are you, Kay? No, we've we found out a little bit of who you are. But what I would love to know is, what do you think you're, you know, that not so happy, maybe nine, ten-year-old version of Keyshawn, what would he think of 19-year-old version K? Uh, he would not think he'd be here. I really thought I was going to die in like 15. Mm. Um, it's sad to say. Uh, I really, I look at who I was when I was 10. You know, I was this little kid who didn't understand the world, hated the world. Um, as I said to my mom at the time, I always thought my mom was never a good mother. Um, and that really kind of messes even my mental state now. Um, obviously, my mother's listening to this. She's a great mother. Um, but it wasn't until I got older that I kind of started seeing the world. And to be fair, I'm only 19, so like I know everything, you know. Um, but I feel like the 19 year old myself would say that he really didn't think I'd be where I am, you know. I didn't think I would be considered attractive. And I don't think I'm like super attractive. You know, I'm not like a, I'm not like, oh, you know, I'm the next, you know, 10 out of 10 out here. Oh, please. I've but, seen you your know, Instagram. Shh. <laughs> um, but you know, e- even still, you know, like I didn't even think, I, I didn't think I could ever feel happy about my body. I didn't think I could ever take off my shirt and be like, I'm okay with this. Even still, I still have those issues. I didn't think that I would be okay with telling people all my interests. I didn't think I'd be okay with telling people that, you know, I love doing this. I love going line dancing. I love country music. I love frozen you know, too. I love frozen too. I love background. I love all this. I have so many interests. I really have this kind of moment where I really showed myself that you can be who you are and still be a person, you know? And I think for me, like, I always try to sh- chase the popularity. I try When I was younger, I always tried to be like, I want to be a popular kid. I want to be the cool kid. I want to be the, you know, kid that everyone likes. And, you know, and I look at it now, it's like, I really don't want that. <laughs> like, I don't want my phone blowing up all the time. I don't want 15, 16 Snapchats, you know? I don't want seven messages from different people all the time. I don't want group me's happening all the time, you know? I hate that. My phone's my, I get messages now. I hate it. It's terrible, you know? And sometimes I'd be like, yeah, I wish I had it. But I think, back to the question, the, the, the younger me would tell myself, you know, he's proud of me, you know? As much as he understands what the word proud means, but he's really proud that I stuck to the same thing. I actually didn't think I'd get all these tattoos, you know? But I really kind of just, I looked at it as one of the biggest anthems I always taught myself was, you're going to regret that when you're older. If I regret something when I'm older, I'm going to like it now. So why not just have fun with it now and regret it later? So, and that was something when I was younger, I would always be like, I'm going to regret doing this later. But like, screw it. I enjoy tattoos. I may regret them when I'm 30. I'd be like, oh my God, I have these stupid LR tattoos. But when I was 20, I enjoyed them. It's doubtful that you'll hate them. Yeah. You seem to enjoy them very much. And the stories that you've added behind them is is pretty interesting for but your I'm sure story. Things, I'm sure there's things I may be like, you know, like maybe I prefer gaming. I'm like, I hated it. But the, that thing is, you know, I I look at the, that that anthem that, that I learned when I was 10, you know, where it was like hearing people. And I think I really saw when I was younger seeing things that I really didn't want to do. Mm. And so I look at it now as I do everything that I possibly can 
even if I'm a little scared, some things I don't do. Like, I'm not going to I want to go skydiving, but never know. Um, but like some things I don't want to do where it's like, you know, that 19 year old would say like, you know, you really took what I heard as a kid. You're unattractive and you're so much of a nerd or you're too dark or you're, you know, you're not athletic. Uh, you're not very smart. You're not very bright. You're too much of a geek. I took all those things and just combined them and been like, yeah, I'm a geek. I like Bakugan. I like Ben 10. I like all this jazz. I like TikTok. I like taking photos. I like talking about video games. I like watching movies. I like working out all the time. I like having all these. I like being this mixed bag. I'm not a one man all thing. I'm a jack of all trades. You know, I may not be able to, you know, tell you exactly what's wrong with your car. But I can change out a battery if I really need to, you know? Like, I have these jack-of-all-trades, you know? I I'm, I may be able to talk your ear off about Marvel, but I can't talk your ear off about, I don't know, Hunchback Notre Dame or history. Yeah, I hate history. Um, you know, there's, there's, you know, like, that's what I think 19 year olds say. You really took the jack-of-all-trades thing and kind of, like, I think when I was younger, being a jack-of-all-trades felt so weird. You try to put yourself into one thing. You try to be this popular kid. You try to be this athletic kid. You try to be good at kickball. You try to be, uh, you know, you try to be a good book reader. You try to be best friends of librarian. You try to be good at math. You try to be good in class. You try to be a good kid. Um, but I, I looked at it as, you know, I took those words and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be the outcast for fun. People are going to like me no matter what I do. You know, if you don't like me for who I am and I don't fit into your, I, I look at it as even people like, like I scared to approach people. And it's because I always try to change myself. But I look at it as I approach myself with tattoos open, you know, crazy, you know, the talk, yelling, you know, and all that jazz. Because that's who I am. And I think that's the one thing in my dying children. So I'm going to say, you know, you, you became who you are. And that's for fun. So, yeah. That's fantastic. That was just fantastic. <laughs> it is time for you to recommend three people that yes. you will commit to sharing your episode with. Yes. That you will say, three song stories is like the best thing I did this year. Um but that you also recommend to be a guest that you think would fit in, that would jive. Um, I don't know why your mom came to mind for me, but this is your three people that you can choose. Uh, so what three people do you recommend? I would recommend my mom, but nah, I'm good. Um, <laughs> so one of my uh, close friends, he really, he's the reason I kind of stayed uh, for college. Uh, Michael Patella. Michael um, Patella. He's a, he's a little crazy, um, but he is an artist through and through. Uh, he loves making music. He loves, he's a big singer or whatever. And I would be interested to see kind of what, kind of defined in him, you know? I feel like his would be completely different than mine. He hates rap. Um, but his would, you know, probably be the older songs. But I really want to see what he came from. Um, one of my other friends, uh, Quinn Hardy, he doesn't go to the school. Um, I will reach out to him. Um, he's a, He tries to do his best in, uh, he's really big on TikTok and stuff like that, really building a social network. And I really want to see, I think it'd be good for him, for for creation for him. But also, I feel I really want to see knowing more about my best friend. You know, mm. I know a lot about him, but I don't know everything about him. And I really want to see what songs defined him as a kid. I didn't know him after before middle school, so I'm gonna see what he knows. Um, and then my boss, Kelsey Fischel. Um, she is very crazy, very spunky, very funny. Um, she reminds me about you. Um, uh, and I really want to see like, kind of like, is she, you know, she's, she went to the school. She's been, she's been a local for a very long time. So I want to see like, kind of, uh, what songs were for her and how did music fit in her life? You know, she really teaches me a lot. Every time I come to work, I'm talking to her about, I don't know what I want to do with my life, man. Or I, I tried to approach this person and it didn't work, man. And she always tries, she always listens to me the whole time. And like, well, you know, if she has a meeting, she'll kick me out. But she'll all listen to me the whole time and kind of explain to me, you know, like, 
there's so much more. It's okay to go slow. It's okay that you didn't approach this person. Like she really makes me feel, it's really just like another mother figure for me. Mm. So as much as I would recommend my mother, I can always hear her stories anytime you want. So yeah. You is, have made it. I have. You've I'm very proud it. of myself. Like I'm you very, made it to the end. Do you have anything that you would like to add? Um, y- yes. Please reach out to the ego. Look into uh, following the ego radio Instagram, uh, the Twitter, uh, the Facebook, which I don't keep on top of Twitter or Facebook much. Um, uh, down with Life365. There will be a lot of reform happening uh, close to this year, and this year is really going to be the make or break for that live radio. Um, like I said I will be on there probably twice a week, um, and hopefully we'll get more people on there. We'll be getting, you know, and hopefully we'll hopefully hopefully it will be a completely different thing by the next year. Hopefully there'll be so much content for it rolling. But yeah. And don't forget about the multiple shows through Eagle Radio. Yes, too. your multiple podcasts. Oh yeah, what's your favorite <laughs> Eagle Radio podcast? That's the last Technically, one. I technically have to say this one because it's like the only one going right now, Razzle Dazzle. Um, <laughs> but there, there, are, and there, aren't many, there aren't many going right now. It's, it's another issue for uh. myself. Uh, so Razzle Dazzle, of course. Hey, it's a know. challenge. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's honestly a challenge getting people on there. You know? Yeah. It adds a lot of work. But my many podcasts going on, which some of them have bigger socials than I do. Um, so, yes, yeah, so you can look on them. And they will be on the new social media soon. I'll get some reform on that as well. So, Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. I'm so sorry. I took out like two hours of your time. I, I got Razzle Dazzle to record like now. I'm like <laughs> yeah, I think this is fabulous. So anyway, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being on the podcast. And we'll let you know when it goes live. Thank you. Yes, I'll be very interested to hear what I said. <laughs> We make this podcast in the studios of WGCU Public Media at Florida Gulf Coast University in Fort Myers, Florida. Mike Canary is host and creator. Richard Chinqui is co-creator, host and producer. And I'm Tara Calligan, host and online content producer. Our executive producer is Chris Duffus. Our theme song was created by Dave 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 Cowan and Stick Martin at Monkey House Studios in St. Pete. And if you love this podcast, we would love for you to follow us. You can find Three Song Stories online on Facebook at Three Song Stories or on Instagram at Three Song Stories. And please like, comment and subscribe. And why not share with your friends? For our parting tune this week, I'm throwing back to episode 76, featuring Dr. Peter Dearnui. Peter is president of the African Network of Southwest Florida and a member of the Lee County Equity and Diversity Advisory Committee. He's also chair of the Fort Myers Diversity and Inclusion Advisory Committee. So in his first song story, he talks about being teased in school for wearing clothes that was mended with patches instead of having new things to wear. Kids would tease him about being bluer one day or redder another because of the mixed patchwork. But when Dolly Parton came out with the song Coat of Many Colors, his shame and embarrassment turned into a personal anthem thanks to her music. And Dolly also visited Peter's school, and she even singled him out because of his literal coat of many colors, making him the envy of his entire school. It was personal. I felt like Dolly sang for me. Before that, it was like a source of shame. Yeah. Because there are too many patches, green, red, blue, and the kids would laugh at me. And Dolly came to our school. Oh, girl. really? Yes. Not in Nairobi, not the big cities, but she came to our boarding school. And when I knew that... Dolly was coming. I had my coat and I had to wear it. <laughs> and then she said, What song would you guys like me to sing for you? You? She pointed at me. I said, Dolly, the coat of many colors. Okay, come here right in front. Come next to me. And I sat there in front. I was the envy of every kid in that uh, hall, over 500 people. That's mad. Then she sang. I cried. I felt so good. And now thereafter, because 
Dolly just singled me out. I was the hero of the school. My everybody wanted my coat of many colors. <laughs> it turned the shame to it was so much fun, like I'm telling you. Oh my she goodness. Did it for me. It raised my ego. What used to be a source of shame now became like the source of pride and it made you feel so good that you had it. Keep listening. Next time on Three Song Stories. That band has such a sort of, it's like, you know, there's some bands that just have that sound. Mm-hmm. And to me, I now I never did Quaaludes. <laughs> me either, yeah. <laughs>